The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. We're live. Oh, my God, man. Uh, hello and greetings. <laughs> Look out. It's only me. It's only the Kimmer. Uh, the uh, Kimmer Show podcast in full swing on Monday. Uh, the uh, It's almost December, 28th of November. I know. <laughs> what the hell I just happened? took my tree down, and I just put it back up. <laughs> I just got yelled at for having my Christmas lights up a couple of months ago from last year, and i got to put them back again. I may, I may, I, you know, I don't even know if I will. I guess I probably will. Anyway, um, it's only it's uh, the Kimmer Show with Pete Davis, uh, uh, sidekick producer and sports raconteur extraordinaire. Uh, uh, holy crap, it's sports podcast. Later today, I'm guessing. Already did it. Oh this my morning. God, man! That's the whole, fantastic. The whole well, we'll talk about it in the second one to get the highlights. Uh, and of course, we're at the uh, podcast city here. Uh, mechanical mangler, flounder at the controls, and he's got a new he's got a new uh, microphone and a and an Alexa thing set up so we can ask Alexa questions during the show without using your oh. phone and stuff. So we got all kinds of podcasts. Yeah. So I ordered a uh, I ordered a uh, it's called an Echo Dot, and I ordered it for, I ordered it for my dad and. Uh, it said it was delivered, but it wasn't delivered. So I contacted Amazon, and they sent me a replacement. And so I gave my dad one and got it all set up, and then I was like, sweet, I got a free one. Yeah, and usually they don't care. They well, No, they it. care because it's registered. Ah. So now they can actually track if you get a replacement or not. So I tried to get it set up, and it wouldn't work, and I was going back and forth with this lady on the... <laughs> on the text chain and she was like oh it's not registered you have to pay for this and I was like okay uh, so I called the customer service but anyways it's pretty useful Luke is a podcast he's, yeah, he's stuck. stuck he got it out he was stuck Paul was stuck halfway down the pillow going into they can't hear you gotta have the mic you gotta have the mic yeah, you're not oh, talking okay. to the minor, <laughs> The podcast. 50 years in broadcasting. <laughs> there you go. Well, he's back now. He's, he's on his blanket. Okie dokie. <clears throat> anyway, I was just taking some video to post later. Um, uh, and um, don't forget, go to thekimmershow.net. And you can link into various things and look for what contacts if you want to get in touch with us. So again, just repeating for yep, people. Yep. Just who go to sure. contacts, click on that, then scroll down, and the address is right there. And you can. And again, I'll be uh, checking our uh, post office box later on today. I uh, got a couple of very nice uh, thank, uh, notes I just wrote out. Thank you notes on our new stationery from farmhouseprintingco.com, by the way. We'll talk more about them uh, later in a minute. Um, uh, we got a million things going on here. We, we, we're not a newscast, but we do have newsy things. We'll talk about the election, and you know, we'll talk about a lot of stuff of Elon Musk, um, handguns, some kid violence, just kind of freaking control, a couple of Dear Abby things, some sports stuff, um, and uh, a, a couple of little things. First of all, uh, Thanksgiving, Pete, uh, now you, you're doing a family <laughs> thing later, I think, or is it next weekend Probably or not, because it's Wednesday, and we're working Wednesday, so probably not. Oh. Because they, they changed it to a week before, then yeah, they, changed they changed it to the week after. They didn't tell me either time, really, to the last minute, huh. and so, you know. I, I was wondering, because they called me to see when you were going to be working and not available, so I guess maybe 
maybe that may have. Oh, sorry, no, I probably yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, they didn't con- they didn't contact me when they made the plans, <laughs> and when they changed up. the plans, and when they changed the plans again. Oh, so obviously, my. I'm extraneous. Oh. So it doesn't matter if I'm there or not. Oh well, that's, so, that's uh, well. You want to change, do something I, I, different? Or? That would mean you two having to screw up your schedule at this well, late date. I have so. doctors. Uh, tom- I, I, I mean, t- tomorrow it's I can't. Up to you two. If unless you, you do wanna, it tomorrow night or something, <laughs> but I can't. We could do a Tuesday show or Thursday show instead, or we can do it Wednesday. I don't care. Well, uh, uh, well, and now I don't know what to do. I mean, you should have a. Well, let's just worry family. about let's worry about this show, but we'll yeah. figure that out later. Right. Yeah, I, I ain't worried about it. Well, so. I've got okay. Well, anyway, uh, well, that, that's sorry. I mean, why do they? Yeah, anyway, whatever. Families, you know, I'll stuff, see them Christmas. It's only a, three weeks away. Yeah, I know. Well, anyway, whatever. We'll, we'll figure something out. Um, uh, you mentioned earlier. I've not tried to early vote yet. It's open, but I didn't go Saturday the first day, and, and it's, so I'll, I'll go. I'll go drive by the early voting place where near me every day this week and see if I can find a parking spot I'll go in there if there's no parking spot I'm not going to stand in line for three hours you know and no. I'll just keep waiting until I actually go to that whatever um, let's see now uh, so uh, Thanksgiving uh, uh, a little lot of football I'm guessing and just uh, goofing <coughs> off and ju- take a trip or anything or I driving cooked, ate watched football and napped on a continuous cycle, yeah, okay. a continuous loop. I went and got the, the tree on Wednesday, like I always do, because you want to light it up thir- Thanksgiving night. It's the you Atlanta get a full, tradition. like, six-foot tree? Or yeah, well, tree? I, go, I, go to, I go to the same guy every year, and this guy was Jeffrey Dahmer, sold me oh, my tree. Oh, my. I'm there. It's just me and him, and I'm looking. He looks like him. He talks like him. He's acting like him. Uh, he's firing up the chainsaw. Thank God there are people driving by, so if he guts me with it, they'll uh, see. And he literally looked like and sounded like Jeffrey Dahmer. Ironically. You're going to be hearing the words Jeffrey Dahmer a little bit later on in the podcast. Yeah, okay. I still it's haven't a, finished that uh, miniseries, too. Oh my God. It's, it's getting oh, creepier well, and creepier. Yeah, well, you, well, you know the ending anyway, but still. Uh, oh, is, it still is, is it over, or you just haven't watched it? I just haven't watched it okay. yet. But it's, it's done, right? Yeah, it's done. Okay. It's on so Netflix. I, I put my tree up. <laughs> I don't it? see it. Sir. Yeah, I had to take it down because of this guy. Uh, yeah, oh, of, my course. Oh. <laughs> of course. I mean, he started playing with it, gnawing on it, almost fell twice. I was like, this is not going to yeah, work. Well, you can tie it to something and make it Well, stay I'm not going to mess with it this Christmas because he's a kitten. He can't help it. He's going to jump in the tree. So, but I'll, I'll figure something. In fact, my little friend Gretchen said a meme. There's a meme going around of a picture of somebody that nailed their Christmas tree upside down to the ceiling, and the cats are still trying to jump on it from the couches. <laughs> but if you've, I've had cats my whole oh. life, and, and that's what they do. I mean, they'll get in there and get the... If you put ornaments on it, it's over. I mean, they're bing, 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 you know. We were in bed one night. It sounded like someone, the Hulk, crashed through the living room, <laughs> and we jumped up and ran out, and the two cats are sitting there looking. Yeah, I didn't do anything. I'm glad, I'm glad you're here. The tree tried to kill us. <laughs> had to fight back. <laughs> oh, mercy. Uh, let's see. Uh, a flounder, what about your Thanksgiving? Um, over to uh, Dad's house, I'm guessing? Went to my Dad's house, and the niece and nephew came over, my brother and his wife, Kelly and then my dad's sister, uh, my aunt Kay and Uncle Bo came uh, were in town as well. And where are they? So, are they down in Florida? Charlotte. 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 Oh, excellent. Nice. So they retired right outside of Charlotte. So it was a it was a nice, fun-packed weekend. Yeah. Spent excellent. a lot of time over there throughout the week. Like so normal was, families do. Get yeah. together on regular, Thanksgiving. Regular right? families. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> I wish I had one of those. Well, you know, I remember those days. <laughs> I used to have a uh, you know a pretty wife in a great house, but I was. Uh, <laughs> 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 and money. I had pretty and wife, money. A, a mansion, a pretty wife, Land. and money. You were oh landed gentry. God. What a downfall. <laughs> you were king of your own castle. I'm doing a podcast for minimum wage. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and you just sinking in the boat with me. Sorry, yeah. boys. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, anyway. The uh, SS Minnow, a podcast. Yes, apparently. Uh, <laughs> uh, and over things, you know, I've, I've mentioned my little friend Gretchen before. Uh, she and her, and her late husband were very close friends with John and Cher, who are uh, uh, friends I've known for years because they used to play golf with John up at Brookfield Country Club. Anyway, and they were podcast or uh, radio listeners years ago. And that's how I got to know all the folks. And, and Gretchen, uh, my little friend Gretchen, still kind of takes care of me, brings me food and stuff. And she supplies me with Thanksgiving stuff. And so does Cher. So I had I had um, stuffing and different several different kinds of mashed potatoes and gravy and about eight pounds of turkey dark meat that I I mean I gained six freaking pounds from Wednesday night to today. Six pounds. Good for you. You need to gain weight. I, though, well, so I mean, yeah, but it, but still, I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna try. Although I'm gonna try to keep it off. I'm really gonna work. No, I, you need to gain a little. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't I don't I don't know. Whatever. Uh, anyway, I thought that was uh, I couldn't believe. It. And they say. You know, you gain weight over. I, I'm a cliche. I, I exactly too. gained six pounds. I, I, I noticed. My, I put my belt and my pants on. And I sat down Whoops. to eat breakfast. It's like, woo. Ouch. <laughs> I haven't had a belt on in a week. Oh, uh, anyway, that, I thought that was kind of weird. Uh, now, speaking of, of uh, the Christmas tree and stuff, is it time for decorations? Oh, After yeah. After Thanksgiving, I, you, you go, right? I trimmed last night because I, I was feeling down for some reason. Like, the end of the holiday and something like that. I was feeling a little down. I was sitting there going, well, I'll go get the stuff and I'll trim the tree. I'll put some Dean Martin Christmas music on. There you and go. by the time I was finished, I was, I was, I was yeah. happy again. Yeah. So I would, I would put on like, like Mormon Tabernacle Choir Christmas carols. I mean, the Little Drummer Boy by Mormon oh. Tabernacle Choir. If that doesn't make you weep, I got to figure out some stuff to put out there because I can't put my tree out there. So I got to go to Home Goods or something and find some like, I guess lights I can put on the fire mantle and stuff like that. But usually well, it's just I have the tree and the tree is yeah perfect amount for my. What'd my you space. do with your tree? I put it back in my closet. Oh, they all, oh, it's a okay. One of those. All right. <laughs> back in the closet. Yeah. Eh? <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> anyway, so I'll probably um, swing by Home Goods this week and pick up some just decorative lobby, stuff. Lobby. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll put Christmas lights on my on the railing on my deck, and I've got some pl- yeah, uh, uh, bushes out there. Night. I did it last year, so I'd, I'll probably do the same thing. Um, a couple of items. Uh, oh, by the way, I wish we, if we were TV, I would demand that we play this. The video, I think you sent it. I sent it to you, me and Flounder, too. You sent the video of the some like a, a Russian describing how uh, uh, public parks are dangerous to oh, no, children. No, that was the, it was, I sent that. It was, it was some guy from Australia. Oh, just my a funny, God. A, a, safety, a funny safety video. Was, I, I, they've got to look. I mean, it's horror. It's, you can, he, he had a, like a life-size child doll, like a three, two and a half foot, three foot doll. It looked like a child. Did you see the video? Mm-hmm. Uh, see if I if I send a Twitter link, I'll put it on our. I'll put oh it on my our God! And he, he was it was a satire pretending to show the dangers of a playground uh, of the jungle gym set and the, <laughs> his swings. And he says, "See the boy hit head hit head bang!" And he slammed his head into the bar. Oh, he fall down playing bang! I mean, I'm just laughing. I was gonna wet my pants of child abuse. I mean, it was the damnedest thing I ever saw. And I mean, it's honestly, if you want to have a good laugh and a really kinky sense of humor. You can't help but laugh at what he's doing, and it's just awful. If you never felt better about yourself as a kid, 
as you got to the top of that jungle gym thing, those metal bars, yeah. she said, I'm here, I'm on top of the world. Yeah. And, and then you what? fell. <laughs> yeah. And your human pachinko bell yeah, going all the way bang, down. Boom, you elbows and knee. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, no pads. <laughs> no pads. Nothing. All right. I'm, I'm retweeting it on Kimmer's uh, Twitter page. So if oh, you go to uh, at Kimmer I mean, Show, it's, it's on freaking there. Freaking hysterical. In a bad way. I mean, you can't help but laugh, but it's, it's obviously cruel and hideous. Um, a couple of things. Um, Oh, I, I mentioned I went to the uh, post office box, uh, which is on, you can go to thecommercial.net and contacts and, and get the address for that. And uh, so I, I got a couple of notes and I, I went to put a couple of uh, checks in the bank today at Wells Fargo. And once again, I went to the one near here where uh, Flounder lives as opposed to one where I live. And they're all, uh, the drive throughs are now shut down. So I waited in line, and it, oh, it happens every time. I go into the bank, and the guy in front of me <laughs> goes up to the teller, and, he, and he's standing there, and all of a sudden you hear the <laughs> machine. <laughs> machine and it's you know he's oh my god they're count- he's counting out like payroll for his company or something oh god I'll be here all freaking day so I, I mean it took forever it took forever <laughs> machine so finally I get to the thing and I say I, I just want to put make a deposit for a couple of I mean it really was like a few dollars a deposit that was it and I said to the guy um you're driving, are you going to do drive-throughs at various times? He said, oh, no, we're not going to do that anymore. I, I said, what do, what do you mean? He said, well, uh, I, I said, you mean you're not going to have them open any more drive-throughs or done? He said, yeah. I said, is this the whole company? He said, yeah, I probably, pretty much eventually they're going to all shut down. I said, well, how is it possible that you don't, every time I go to a drive-thru, there's at least a couple of cars and there's three or four open or something. And he said, I said, well, wait, nobody uses them. It's going to be online. It's yeah. unbelievable. Your phone. Yeah, you can pretty much deposit checks. You can do everything. Yeah, but I different. want to rec- I want a receipt. You know, my bag of stuff for this year is I take a receipt that I get from the bank guy and put it in my bag of tax stuff. Right. You so can when do, I can... when we make out our tax with Cindy, I'll have every damn receipt of every check and every stuff as evidence and stuff. And it's unbelievable. So now I got to go wait in line uh, to put a, a deposit in the bank. Well, no. <laughs> the thing is, is again. Once you do the transaction, you get an email. You print that email out, and that is your receipt. Well, I don't have a printer, so I guess you got to go get a printer now. No, I mean, it's yeah. just it's one thing. You know what I mean? It's Helps just another thing. Huh? And, and you're like, you always get behind Dr. Jerry Buss, who's doing his business for the Lakers or something. I know. It's unbelievable. I'm, I'm always in the wrong line, too. I mean, I've got always. the payroll for Magic Johnson here. I need to count it. I'm going, the son of a bitch. Ted, as Ted as Turner's as in as front as of you. As soon as I heard that machine, I go, oh, crap. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> I think I said that out loud. I turned around and said, "Oh, son of a!" Oh. <laughs> You're like Jackie Gleason at the bank. I know, I know. It's like, <laughs> to the moon, Alice. For crying out loud, <laughs> <laughs> Norton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like the guy in front of you is always Norton. I <laughs> said, "Hey, Ralphie boy, hello, ball." You know. <laughs> oh, anyway, I'm just still just freaking bizarre stuff so, so i could no more bank drive-throughs i mean it's just at least for wells fargo with no more than put the pneumatic tube go thump. yeah i, I mean like it was that. fine it was the thing you know anyway whatever you I never could park just, close enough you always had to reach 
Yeah. Well, I mentioned uh, I'm going to uh, try voting, and all of a sudden, are you getting these two? I'm getting text messages from political organizations oh, all from the left every day. This oh, no, says, you got one from that reptile. This one says Ralph Reed that here. Asshole. So I, w- I want to pay attention to Ralph Reed. He's, Who's using Ralph Reed as a spokesman? He's still alive? Ralph Reed here. Oh. The eyes of the nation are upon Georgia. Early vote today. Your voter guide, uh, uh, TTWS, FFC... FYIG2X. And then it vote lock, LOC, and then it's MVP SOSGA Gov. But again, I don't, I don't know whose organization's got Ralph Reed rep. I don't want to go, but I don't represent uh, Ralph Reed. Back in the 90s, I had him come in and with his entourage, by the way. Yeah. Okay, <clears throat> here's a handshake. Let's do it. We're on camera. Yeah. We can do it. Here, here's Ralph Reed's handshake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what he did. <laughs> Little dead fish thing dead from the fish. chips. Cold, clammy, oh, dead fish. Jeez, God. <laughs> I'm, 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 but anyway, I mean, I, I, why, why would they use Ralph Reed? That's not going to make me not, go that vote. That sure as hell will make me vote. You know, I, 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 in fact, you mentioned, tell the little people what you mentioned as, as soon as we sat down about watching TV ads. These ads that Warnock, the supposed preacher, man of God, Jesus follower, that's his running in his name. Uh, Hersh- Have you seen the one where Herschel's, someone asked him a question about vampires and he's making jokes about vampires. They're running that in a grainy ad that looks like it's from 1964, the, the, or 1963, the grassy knoll. That's what yeah. they're running, making it look like. And they have these little white yuppies on the other side wearing headphones, listening to it, rolling their eyes and making catty remarks and everything. It's like, you just want to reach through the TV and just yeah. punch him in the fucking face. Uh, and you mentioned Saturday Night Live. Is, Saturday I mean, Night Live a couple weeks TVs. ago, making fun of Herschel yeah. and everything. Like, Brutal. we give a damn what New Yorkers think about how we vote. I know. Well, I'm ner- honestly, I'm nervous. I'm really, I'm really nervous. I, you know, I, I, I still can't believe that George, George is responsible for the last two years. Everything that this administration's done and gotten away with is because Georgia allowed two liberal senators to be able to vote. Well, and the Republican Party in. put up two lousy candidates. And, and the Republican, well, the Republican Party has been screwing up for 40 years. Well, that's their job. You know. Since uh, since you know they nominated Barry Goldwater, I mean who and, and, and who didn't 60, know that six, <laughs> 70 years ago. <laughs> so <Not> anyway, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. It's been long. Oh my God, it's been 60 years. That's you know, I, I still can't think that you know 1992 is 30 years ago. I know, Clinton. Um, that's unbelievable. I mean, that's hard to believe. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, uh, this business of voting, and I just I, I'm nervous. I'm, I'm nervous about it. I'm afraid we're going to lose this one too. What's matter? You put a kitty in a box? No, I gotta just put it out. I forgot because he's gotta get used to it because I gotta put him in there for. Oh, oh time out. This week he's gonna get his. Uh, is, oh, he's gonna get chopped n- off. Oh no. Well, it's, he's got to do it. <laughs> Merry Christmas. For him. Well, you've got to do it or else he'll pee all over the house and never stop. No jingle balls for him this no, year. No, sir. No, by the fairly. way, no jingle balls for uh, you know who brought to you by Atlanta Custom Closets. <laughs> yes. Closetpro.net, 404-255-0589. That's Atlanta Custom Closets. It's still time to get your loved one what she really wants. And what she wants is a closet. Believe me, women love closets. That's right, and you can make a little a little love note inside a box or something, so she can open it for Christmas, and and a little <laughs> certificate of something. Really, they love stuff like I that. Do. You know, they just love stuff like that. Treat your, you know, if you, uh, yeah, well, it, it's not going to work. I mean, it'll work for a while, but then she'll turn on you like always. But but you know, the more romance. <laughs> Are you pretend- well, last year? Last year you wrote me twelve love notes. You only wrote me nine this year. <laughs> All right, I could have counted. I'm sorry. Okay, I, okay. I'm sure I was wrong in some some way. Stop. But- Projecting and no. finish the ad. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think I'll get a girlfriend. Uh, <laughs> see what's happening over at the old folks' home. Uh, <laughs> 
I almost spit tech on that one. Yeah, you uh, and me both. Um, anyway, a <laughs> uh, couple things. Oh, <clears throat> all right, for the record. Tuesday, as last week was uh, Thanksgiving week, and Tuesday, we did the show Tuesday instead of our normal Wednesday and took Friday off. So the boys here decided they, I, I thought it was, you were just kidding. The boys here, so I think it was Flounder might have started and said, oh, you know what we ought to do? We ought to play the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald for the whole podcast Wednesday. And I'm going, ah, ha, ha. That would have been Mr. Go. Pete's idea. Kind of just. Oh, like, Pete's idea. Okay, I wasn't quite sure. Let's give full credit to uh, Pete. Give oh, credit where credit is due. Son of a bitch. I thought, oh, my God. The comments were. were yeah, <laughs> I got some too. <laughs> uh, Donnie wrote, uh, donated some cheeseburgers uh, through Venmo on the condition you never play the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald again. Sean said, you owe me a cheeseburger for making me listen to your Thanksgiving show and supersize it. <laughs> I mean, that was... Donnie, I was surprised to see that there was a Wednesday podcast. So I thought, great, we'll listen to it on the way home from Savannah. Yeah. A couple of observations. Number one, you gotta love that long version of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Two, I'm always telling people to check out you guys' podcast. Yeah. I hope this is not the one they decided to check out. <laughs> and Flounder was saying... Yeah, I so when I, when I was putting this all together, <laughs> I had everything, you know, I produced everything, and then I uploaded it, and I scheduled it for the next day, because I was going to be at my, my dad's house. And so I scheduled it, and then I started going into some wormholes on Twitter and I had hit the play button on my software and after seven minutes I'm like what the fuck is playing and then I, I was listening to it I was like Jesus there are guys who run and say listen for nine minutes waiting for you to <laughs> somebody said it's not playing on, Apple, on Google podcast it's just playing this song over and over <laughs> yeah well again that was not my idea <laughs> that was cold man oh lordy uh, I don't feel sorry. I'm sorry not sorry yeah, sorry, not sorry. Um, let's see. All right, now, a couple things. Uh, remember Tuesday? I mentioned on the uh, Tuesday podcast that I had had a raging toothache. Oh, okay. Whenever a man says I have a raging, <laughs> Don't stop pause. him right there. <laughs> I've had a raging toothache. Uh, this was last Tuesday. Last week. Uh, and I mentioned that, uh, you know, I remember I had the, the three implant things, and that was like eight months of a nightmare. I'm still biting my tongue occasionally. But anyway, so it's, and now it's, it's raging toothache. And so I called the dentist's office, and, and they said, well, uh, we, uh, he's open till 6 tonight because we got the vacation. We're not open Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Thanksgiving week, obviously, but if you can get in here at 5 o'clock, we, we, we'll work you in. I thought, oh, man, that's great. I get a call at 441. Uh, the dentist got called away in an emergency and uh, so we'll have to reschedule your appointment. I said, okay. So I've had a raging toothache since like Sunday. So Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I was going to see him Tuesday and can't. My next appointment will be, uh, not Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Okay. So tomorrow I finally go in to solve, uh, hopefully to solve my raging toothache not that i even know it's i can solve it if it's because of a, i have a tooth that's gone bad they're gonna have to take it out of there which right. means another week of waiting for a surgeon and all right. that i mean i'm just I'm, I'm going nuts here i'm hoping it's some kind of gum disease or just a cavity just i mean I, I, perionitis. I, I, I swear to god i hope it's perionitis so you know <laughs> so i can so you can oh, that, you know, that green you know, guy yeah you know, give, <laughs> give me a <laughs> 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 didn't he take over from aristotle onassis <laughs> the greek ship 
Perionitis. Uh, <laughs> famous singing group. Nice Perry and the Oniduses is right here. <laughs> anyway, so I'm hoping it's, you know, it's a disease or maybe cancer or something simple that I can take care of. Anyway, so 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 now I'm popping. I've been taking uh, Tylenol. I've, in fact, I have to get two more bottles. I'm, I'm taking, I don't know, I, look, I checked it out. It comes out to something like... Uh, eight pills every 40 minutes, something like that. I, something like, so Your I, liver is good. <laughs> Well, I can't, I can't, you know, tooth, I mean, it's not like I'm being set on fire. Get the so Oragel, it works. It numbs everything, but it, just the it whole, works. Well, get the, get, I'll, I'll get it up get, so Can you get that over the thing, yeah. right? Okay, well, I'm going to try that too. But, uh, and again, I'm just, and, and the other thing is, uh, my ear rockets, my, my $50,000 uh, hearing ear rockets. Yeah, well, they don't, my uh, app doesn't work anymore. They don't split to set the thing. I can't tell the thing. It doesn't show the batteries working for my left one. I don't, I mean, it's just, it's a freaking nightmare. So now I've got to call in. Of course, they haven't called me back because I'm sure they don't work on Mondays. They called you back. You just didn't hear it. No, well, another good point. Very possible. <laughs> so, so now, my next time off, I'm going to be spending time in the dentist's office and the doctor's office. And the, I mean, my whole life is like this. It's, it's, it's unbelievable. That's what happens. I, I, I don't get old. I mean, I'm falling apart a piece at a time. I, my, my eyes are going. i got to go back to the eye doctor. Jimmy Dean had it right. Drive that Porsche into the That's oncoming right. truck. Go fast, baby. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. I can get that thing up to 200 in no time. I think I'll do 80 second gear. Anyway. Um, so anyway, so I, I'm, I mean, I, I'm, I'm miserable because I'm always, you know, I, I can't hear, I can't see, I can, I can't, I'm in pain. <laughs> But other than does, that, I'm really fine. Does, does your face hurt? <laughs> yeah, my, it's hurt killing yeah, it's you. Killing I know, me. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd get it over with. Anyway, I, so, but I'm, 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 I'm trying to keep a good attitude, but I'm just, I hate, you know, it's funny. It, 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 little things like this, all of a sudden, you know, all of a sudden, I got my shoulder, you know, it's, know, just, stuff. it's just stuff. There's, every day there's something else. Yeah. And it's just, you know, and, and I get Christmas and stress, and I'm going nuts, and I'll make sure the kids, and I got it, I mean, it's just, yeah, I don't know. It's just. Put your tree up and trim it. Play a little music and you'll feel much better. Oh, I, I, I believe me. I, I'm not. I'm not complaining about my life. I, I'm still. I'm, I'm still the luckiest guy I know. Even though it's not going to end well, but, I, but I'm still. You know, my, over the whole <laughs> sphere of my well. over the whole sphere of my life, I, I'm. I'm one of the luckiest guys I've ever known. I've had a great life. I, in fact, I should die tomorrow just because I've had so much goodness that you know that it's been a good thing. You don't want to have you know like the nightmare of the last ten years. You know. So anyway, well, they say you get ten. You know, you'll live ten years longer. But those are the worst years. Yeah, the worst years of your life. Why, why would you do that? <laughs> if I could know that, you know, then uh, fine. Um, anyway, so uh, so that's the latest on my uh, physical stuff, and it's just you know, it's just one thing after another. And, and but we're smiling. We're 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 we're, we're having fun. We're smiling. Um, let's see uh, an ear acting a thing. Um, oh, uh, <laughs> Cindy says this is a good attitude. <laughs> <laughs> You'd see me smiling, Cindy. <laughs> This is a good idea. She sent us a donation the other Cindy with a no, Y, Cindy, right? Cindy, don't do that. Cindy with a Y sent us a donation. Cindy, you do our taxes. That's, that's all. right. That's well, enough. she said it's, it's tax deductible right. <laughs> for her. <laughs> charity. Yeah, charity. charity. <laughs> anyway, um, a couple things. Oh, by the uh, way, speaking yeah. of which, thank you. to And this is just a few. We try and get as many as we can. Anthony, Michael, Jason, and Tracy for sending to Venmo and everything. Thank you very much. We really do appreciate it. it. In fact... Um, um, I got, there was somebody else too. Did you mention uh, Donnie? Donnie. Uh, Donnie paid a couple of cheeseburgers on the condition. Never play the, I mentioned that one. Anthony <laughs> uh, sent us a very nice uh, donation Anthony. for his family. And Michael, another very, very nice. Uh, Jason, you, I think you might have mentioned yeah. some of these guys. Tracy. Yeah. 
uh, uh, through Venmo. And again, Wade Thanks. Ferdinand, I just really, I promise you it helps. We're really trying to keep this going and, and actually, you know, <laughs> have a living on it. Um, Unfortunately, try and keep it under 300 so the government doesn't come after us. I'm pretty sure no one's going to give us $300. Because <laughs> that's what's happening is with the, or what the IRS is doing with PayPal and Venmo. That's is right. Anything over 300. an agency I want to put in yeah. there. Unbelievable. Um, bitches. Anyway. Um, let's see. Let's see. Oh, by the way. Oh, yeah. This, the name in 2022. Oh, 600. Name, I'm sorry. $600. Six, yeah, 600. Yeah. Ferdinand. Yeah. Is a great, hey, what's your Ferdinand. 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 The ladies what? swoon when you say, I'm Ferdinand. Ferdinand. All you have to do is Ferdinand. Or Fernando. Ferdinand. But Ferdinand. Oh. <laughs> That's a great name. I love it. Um, I, over uh, the weekend, there was a, um, um, a major uh, marathon of West Wing. I think the whole, Why? like, four or five years. I, I watched that all weekend, and did you notice what commercial would come on? Every single time yeah. was Raphael Warnock. Warnock. Yeah. The same commercial yeah. too. Every single time. Wasn't this headline news? Yeah, HLN. <laughs> okay, what if Which Fox? I guess is headline news. What right? if Fox Business Channel decided to run Tim Allen's uh, Last Man Standing conservative leaning show over and over through the whole weekend? Well, I have to. Isn't headline news as part of CNN? Right. Yes. Well, CNN's dying. They got nothing. I mean, uh, they're laying off all their staff. Yeah. Uh, they've. They. I mean, there was a story in this again this morning. The staff people who are still <laughs> left saying we're all getting fired. I mean, it's it's over. CNN is just. I mean, again, they did that. CNN Plus lasted fourteen days. Go or woke, something. go broke. Yeah. Um, so, I, so I guess they were trying to get people to watch the hey, CNN. And you hear that the, the guy who came in there is supposed, they were supposed to make making it objective again. Said that all this talk about us leaning centrist is effing BS. Yeah. They're, they're they're still they're doubling down on it. I know, I know. Um, anyway, I did a, a couple of observations when it was on, and again, uh, I've got to take more pills. I'm sorry, <laughs> it's just Tylenol. I just, I'm, but I'm dying. I, I every I had hour I had those 800 ones. If you told me, I would have brought you one of those. Well, I'm just taking nine. That's of an them all day one. baby. Right there. <laughs> These are 500 milligrams. I take nine of them. 500. They better not be 500. Yeah. Yeah, aren't they? Uh, yes, milligram? they're 500 milligrams. Yeah. They're only supposed to be 200. <laughs> well, two is, if, if two is good, four has got to be better. And if four is good, then eight's got to be really good. I mean, that's oh, why. Yeah. Uh, that's what my nurse girlfriend used to tell yeah. me all the time. Oh, sure. Take Just more. take some more. <laughs> Probably no problem. Uh, anyway, uh, um, uh, West Wing. Uh, which again was 22 or 23 years ago. Started, I think, in '99. Went never to watched anyway. I know you never watched it. I I did. Uh, so and did I. And the I, funny I, thing is, is when I watched it, I was not as politically informed. Right. So going back and watching it. Holy shit! Propaganda. Well, it's all propaganda. Well, no, no, wait a minute. But you never saw it. I, I, oh no! I, I, but I know who did it. Okay. And the guy who did, Aaron, Aaron Sorkin. Yeah, Aaron Sorkin. That guy is just. He right. did the he American writes, President, which was a good movie. He, it was a good movie, but he writes as li what liberals think they sound like. Right. Nobody talks like right. that. Right. Well, anyway, uh, but but in terms of the production of the of the of the TV series The West Wing, it was brilliantly done. It was a great series. Uh, it had uh, all the and elements Pete, of dialogue. And yeah, and to Pete. 
point. I mean, it, it was a it was a very different kind of series. And they like the script was never improved. Right. Like was, to, to every verb adjective yeah. was yeah. written He's for each character. Freak. Yeah, yeah, control but, freak. Uh, but my recollection when I when I saw it was on. So I'll, I'll tape a bunch of these and I watched a whole bunch of them. I too watched often. it throughout I, the whole weekend. I watched a bunch of them. Uh, and my <laughs> my recollection was when I when I first saw it again. This was twenty more than twenty years ago, um, and I, I enjoyed it as a series. Obviously, it was you know supporting the liberals, and I, but I didn't really I didn't really react much to the political theme of it. I, I was enjo- really enjoying the characters. I like Sam Seaborn, and when they had the little hot blonde from who became the CSI girl, uh, she was on there for a couple of, for a season or so. I mean, they had some really good characters and some good. Plots. Toby was a great character, I thought. Yeah, yeah they, I mean, it, it was an entertaining show to me, but I really didn't think that much about it politically for whatever reason, because I was a, uh, well, but back at that, at that point, I was a, a radio uh, talk show host, and but I wasn't doing a political podcast or something. Anyway, uh, when I started watching it this time, a couple of things really, really hit me. First of all, it is so schmaltzy. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. Uh, they have, you know, Josiah, uh, Jed Josiah Bartlett, <laughs> the president, is talking about on Thanksgiving, he says, and we were there and looked up to the stars and touched the hand of God. You know, and I don't know. Yeah, he's like a huge history buff as president. I mean, the whole thing was, you know, in terms of the of the schmaltziness of it and the just over syrupy yuck duck Did they have a lot of, as one person said, and this was a liberal said, there's a lot of white mansplaining going on <laughs> where you have a white man standing in the room like Jeff Daniels did on that news show yeah. and basically explain everything right. to everybody well, in the room. Well, they had, and again, it was all themes. They, they would have a theme on uh, discrimination of American Native Indians for Thanksgiving. They would do a theme on... There was the one that was on post 9-11 where the employee they, they interviewed... He was uh, Islamic yeah. or something like yeah. that. So, and his name so then, popped up in a register, and he'd worked at the White House. Yeah. And this was right after 9 11. So, so, they would have to explain. And, and they, would, they, would, they would say, well, the issue here, and, and it was like telling the audience what the whole issue yeah, is. Mansplaining. So, which, yeah, mansplaining. Um, but the thing that, that really got me was how I, I was, I, I almost got angry. Well, I did, I was getting angry. Because uh, this time around, when I was watching it, because of the politics of it, and I thought, you dirty, stinking yeah, phonies, you lousy, like lying <laughs> crock of shit over the, you know, you know, but, oh my God, every, everything that came out of their mouths was just wrong, you know? It's uh, like watching it now, it's a completely different prayer. show. I mean, oh my God, I was so freaking angry about it because of the, what's going on in the country now. And again, and, but I was, I'm, I'm flabbergasted that I never felt that way before. I just kind of, you know, went along with whatever they were doing. Yeah, of course, so. it was Clinton days and stuff. And all of a sudden now, because of what's happened in our country in the last, since Trump, really, for the last six years, really five, six years, uh, I, I, I was so angry at the whole theme of all this phony crap about you know what they want for America and I mean, the wrong. I mean, oh my! Well, I, see, I couldn't the, believe the indoctrination it. began before Trump. Hell, they oh, were doing it to us kids in the seventies with Mash. I know. Mash is one of is the second most overrated show of all time. <laughs> the first three years were great, and then they decided to start <laughs> preaching to us for yeah. the last six or yeah. seven. When they changed Harry Potter, uh, was that was well, it? Yeah, when they brought Henry? in the, the B.J. Summer. Yeah. Summer yeah. suck up or something, whatever his name. That Mike Farrell. Oh, yeah, Mike Cutter. Farrell, one of the worst actors of all yeah, time. Yeah. Anyway, but but here's the other thing. This this the bottom line to me was for some reason uh, on shows like this, um, I tend to remember dialogue. 
of funny, uh, uh, weird dialogue things. Uh, you didn't see the show. Do you remember the uh, uh, Flounder? Do you remember when they? Uh, uh, Do you see the, when the little blonde girl from CSI? Uh, she yeah, was she's a Republican lawyer yeah. who came to uh, work. Lawyer. Yeah. When she first started there. Uh, like the first day, she had a bad run-in with some uh, Democrat guys because she's Republican, and they put some dead flowers in her office, and and she was talking about uh, 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 the the guy who played in Night Court. Um, Harry? Uh, no, the other one, uh, the uh, the the lawyer from Night Court, the big dark-haired guy. John Larroquette. John, John, John Larroquette. John, John Larroquette played one of the played the chief lawyer for the White House, and the chief lawyer for the White House was arguing with a little blonde girl, and he said, "Oh, uh, uh, you sound like you're something from." Uh, uh, from HMS Pinafore, and she said, "No, no, it's." Or she said, "It's from HMS Pinafore." He said, "It's from some other." Government Sullivan. Yeah, Government Sullivan thing, and so, I mean, just just as a setup. And then here's here's the point. Uh, Sam was defending the girl and saying, "No, uh, counselor, you're wrong. It's from HMS Pinafore." And he said, "He said, no, I, you're wrong." And Sam said, "Now wait a minute. Are you going to argue with a guy who was actually the chairman of the Gilbert and Sullivan Society in college?" And the, I remember the original dialogue from 22 years ago. What John Larroquette said was, "No, I don't know that. Of course, I'm also not a 12-year-old girl." You know what he said in the dialogue this time? When, when Sam said, uh, well, are you going to argue with a guy who was the head of a, the social bit of the Gilbert and Sullivan Society? And he said, no. Oh, so they cut it they out? They edited out that he wasn't Unreal. a 12-year-old girl. That, that was so offensive in today's audience from 23 years ago? Oh, my God. I couldn't believe it. Naked. But I remembered the dialogue because it was perfect. Change history. That's what they did. But, I mean, it was perfect because he said, you know, you're, you're, you know, the Gilbert and Sullivan. Well, I'm not a 12 year old girl either, you know, which was a perfect sarcastic line. You know, I, I don't. And again, they had to edit that out. I saw you freaking phony. I mean, it's just God, I can't believe it. And these are the people who want to be in charge of information. Yeah. Yeah. The, the liberals, I, I, they were so afraid of offending 12-year-old girls. I mean, I, I, couldn't, be, honestly, I couldn't believe it. And I, and I remembered the line. I thought, oh, and that's why it struck me. I said, oh, my God, they edited it out. Uh, no, but I'm not a 12-year-old girl either. Well, as you see over the Thanksgiving weekend, the Washington Post and New York Times is like they're working in tandem, pressuring Apple and Google yeah. to take Twitter off their app. I know. And someone, some, some lady wrote, Elon, if they take you off your app, well, you know, she's jokingly said, will you come up with your own phone app and everything? Like that he says I sure will yeah you think he won't in fact what and he'll he, use his satellites yeah. to, to bounce the signals <clears throat> off of that could be the plan <clears throat> but he did he put I sent out a, a meme about that and said something like um, it's really important that we that we make sure we have freedom of speech by uh, censoring freedom of speech or something <laughs> you know that's what they're talking that was about the Washington Post basically coming out and they, they all quoted the same person <laughs> who Excuse turns me. out to be a trans trans yeah. Born a woman, yeah. transcends the man, but wants to be known as a woman still. Also, yeah. oh, uh, now, they're, they're, now they're, they're putting insanity on top of insanity. Well, I, I'm going to talk more about Musk in a minute. One of the great memes that uh, just came out was, uh, in fact, I got and By the way, she, she, he yeah. used Twitter to threaten the Supreme Court justices with violence. Violence every time they stepped in public is, is asking the Washington Post, New York Times to stop Twitter because people could use it to promote violence. Right. <laughs> I mean, I Again, the hypocrisy of, the, and we, we keep saying it, they are attacking people for doing what they're doing. Right. Projecting. They're, yeah. they, uh, I mean, how, how clear can you be? It's right out of Saul Alinsky's book of how you do that. 
uh, a meme. Uh, I've got my phone exploded with these memes. Dear trans community, don't tell me I have to accept you for who you are when you couldn't accept yourself for who you were. Right. You're right. I mean, duh. And, and on that, all the, all the, you can't say anything about fat people anymore because they, they're in love with their body. That's it's, You're supposed to be body Fine. positivity, be, right? I'm all for it. If you want to be there, feel so good about yourself. Kids, right. If these kids are saying, I feel uncomfortable as a boy, I feel uncomfortable as a girl, how about saying, no, 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 you should feel positive about your body instead of saying, no, you should chop off parts of your body. Right. What makes more sense? Yeah, as a child. Yeah. And, and in fact, I think Tucker again had the other night, and more people are now talking about these uh, children's hospitals who are allowing surgery to change so genders with parents' permission. I'm telling you, these kids God. who are now, are now old enough to say, well, well, I shouldn't have done that, should be suing the hell out of all oh of them. Oh, my God. Anyway. And their parents. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, I mean, again, how could you even have this, how could the topic of discussion ever start at the dinner table? I mean, you know, mom, I think I'd rather be a girl. Uh, oh, okay, hon, let's talk about it and see some videos. Yeah, I'm a tomboy, so therefore I, oh I need to God. cut my breasts off. Brutal. Um, uh, let's see, let's see. Oh, the, the, the Musk situation. A couple things on Elon Musk. Alyssa Milano. I got his biggest kick oh, out of this. Which is <laughs> so stupid. I feel dumber. Just you, just you mentioning her name, I feel I dumber. I'm sorry. Uh, and again, she, again she, was so, she was so hot as a 14-year-old girl. Oh, and then no, when no, she was, no, 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 not as a 14-year-old girl. Well, was a 24-year-old girl. Come on, man. 24-year-old girl. But stupid and you know just anyway whatever but uh, she is if you didn't hear that she uh, i'll make it brief uh she uh, uh she said i on uh, twitter she said i gave back my tesla big supporter of democrats i bought a vw ev i love it i'm not sure how advertisers can buy space on twitter publicly traded companies products being pushed in alignment with hate and white supremacy doesn't seem to be a winning business model so Twitter users said, uh, <coughs> excuse me, uh, you know that Volkswagen was literally founded by Nazis and Hitler. <laughs> yeah, seriously. <laughs> Hitler helped design it. The helped people's design car. It. Yeah. He demanded, he wrote those, he did That's the what sketch. It means. Volkswagen. It's the people's, people's car. car. <laughs> <laughs> and somebody said, wait till you learn who founded Volkswagen. <laughs> Another one, the Libertarian Party of New Hampshire tweeted, Lutz, uh, the beginnings of the state-sponsored automotive company during Hitler's reign in Germany. Uh, <laughs> Douglas, imagine thinking you're woke and owning Elon Musk by trading your American-made car for one literally founded by Nazis. I mean, it's just one after another. <laughs> but I'll tell you right now, if he comes up with his own phone, this is going I'll in do, the trash I'll, I'll do the it next day. Minute. Yeah. I, no refund, no, I'll throw it in the garbage and start over. I, I, I guarantee don't care if it has half the things that this thing has. Yeah. You don't use most yeah. of the things that I this thing has. I don't use any you, of it. I did find something neat last night. I was playing around with the compass, and the compass tells you exactly what your elevation is, exactly where you are on planet Earth, up to the inches where you are on planet Earth. Have you seen that? A compass? There's a compass. Like we say compass. I say compass. compass. I say compass. It's compass. It's compass. compass. Anyway, here, here's. Have you ever checked it? Look no. at that. Right now, we're at 920 feet elevation. We're actually lower than at my place. Of course, I'm thir three floors up. I wonder if they take that into account. That I'm three well, floors. Well, a GPS probably can go by the foot. 
They so, probably do. So it doesn't matter what the ground is. It's where you so literally you, are. Remember to find when you go home, see if it, it makes a so difference. So I'm, I'm literally 100 feet lower here than I am at my place, oh, which makes damn. sense. That's three floors, right? About, yeah. About that. The floor's about 12 feet Well, high. look, it has down to the inch exactly where you are on planet Earth. I thought that was pretty good. Man, that's freaking scary. Yeah. And it's, is that an app or? Yeah, it's right there on your phone. It should be right. It Do should look one? like you should. Yeah. That's one of the ones that comes with that. the phone. I don't think I've ever seen that. Wow, one. did I'll, they take I'll, it off the oh, new ones? No, uh, let's see. All right, I'll just and that's a black square. Is that what you're yeah, looking well, at? Yeah, it looks like a compass. Well, I will <laughs> check right Com- now. Compass. Is that it? That's not it. No. You don't have, let, me, let me let me see it again. I got, I got one more to check. No, I don't have it. Wow, they must have taken it off the new ones. I'll be damned. Um, oh, anyway, uh, and, and one more thing with with Elon Musk. You know this twitty little skank, uh, Massachusetts Democrat Ed Markey. He he's, uh, he shows yeah. up once in a while he's, on TV. He he's threatens just a Elon. Slimy little scumbag. Yeah. Uh, and he yeah he 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 had someone fake being him yeah. and tried to set up Elon Musk to show that he shouldn't he be putting hate speech on. So yeah. yeah. Um, well, Eli, Ed, Ed Markey is a senator from Massachusetts, Democrat, a big feud. Uh, and he says, Elon Musk is not taking my demands seriously. He tweeted that Musk had refused to respond to his formal letter sent out November 11th regarding answers regarding Musk's plan to combat disinformation on Twitter. After he, uh, he said he has not formally responded... Uh, he tweeted, Elon Musk could respond to my tweets, but failed to respond to my letter by our deadline and answer basic questions about Twitter verification. Congress must end the era of failed. I love this. Congress must end the era of failed big tech self-regulation and pass laws that put user safety over the whims of billionaires. My God, that's what it is now. What do you well, think Jeff been. Bezos is doing? I mean, all these guys. Oh, my God. Again, they are attacking what they're doing and pretending it's somebody else. Um so, uh, uh, so Markey attacked Musk after working a Washington Post reporter impersonating the senator. Da 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 da. da. Uh, social media users uh, attacked Markey, saying, "You know, he's just not that into you." <laughs> <laughs> Quit trying to date yeah. him. Um, a PJ Media columnist Stacy Lennox said he opposes voter ID, but is super concerned about a blue check on Twitter. Insane. Uh, an, an editor for JC Tuseal, a reasoning editor. We should all be free to ignore pissy little government officials like Senator Markey. Uh, You were meant censoring people and ideas you disagree with like Republicans since you can't censor through proxies at Twitter. You want Congress to do your dirty work? Again, that's exactly the case. Uh, Twitter and Elon are free to make decisions you don't like and you're free to use another service. We don't need new laws and regulations every time you have a bad day, (laughs) which is exactly the point. And again, you know, Elon uh, uh, is just <clears throat> to me, uh, he's going to. So I, I think maybe he, he. I'll bet he has all this worked out. I'll bet he's already come up with like a chess master. He, he's three D. He, yeah, chess. he's yeah. like five moves ahead. I'll he's, bet he's already got everything set up. Like for that his woman old said, will you, "Will you do a phone?" He goes, "Oh hell yeah, I'll do a phone." He's already thought you don't about think it. He hasn't figured that. Uh, uh, he's probably got the plans. <clears throat> and, and what's to stop him? Mark, I mean, there's no, is there a federal regulation? Wow. To, uh, Mark says the man built a spaceship you can fly to Mars and back. I think he could build a cell phone. <laughs> yeah. The man put a Tesla in space yeah. with a dummy sitting behind the wheel driving it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, come on. I know. Hard to believe. Um, a couple things, a couple things over the weekend. Um, oh, my, uh, my uh, uh, Sarah's family, Sarah Dan and the kids, 
and they take Jennifer with her and my uh, favorite ex-wife and her husband, and they all they rent a cottage or a cabin or something up in the mountains, and they go hiking and have fun on Thanksgiving and do stuff like that. Uh, and they also this year took along the uh, Red Rider BB guns that I bought for the kids last year for Christmas. And so they sent me video. I was going to put it on Facebook, and I thought, you know, I don't think I will because somebody will just, you know, complain yeah, about it with children. But it was uh, Dan and Sarah uh, showing the kids how to shoot the BB guns at targets and stuff. And it was really, really cool and fun. And it was, you know, uh, 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 gun safety and respect and stuff like that. If, if you want your kids to respect and be a little afraid of firearms, teach them young, do the right thing. Anyway, it was I was very, I was touched by it. And that they're using the Red Rider BB guns that I bought my granddaughter, who was at the time, I think, seven. <laughs> and Brady was 11, I think, or eight. Or she was maybe might have been eight. Anyway, uh, and I also got him his uh, first over-under shotgun 22 rifle. <laughs> anyway, um, let's see. Oh. So you uh, have taken out skiers as they go by. <laughs> the Spider Savage, Claudine Langer, <laughs> uh, Savage. <laughs> uh, Andy Williams is ex wife. Claudine Langer, Claudine Langer, that sweet little French chick. And she murdered her uh, skier boyfriend. And Saturday Night Live making fun of it, showing skiers oh, God, falling they, down. Remember the, the, the opening video to ABC's Wild World of Sports, and the guy's skiing down, and he falls off the jump. Oh, no, and he's tumbling, and then you bam, bam. <laughs> oh, that was back in the old days when I used to watch Saturday Night Live. Um, Whataburger is opening today in Kennesaw. Now, is that the one in L.A. or the one in yeah. Texas? Uh, it started in Texas, but it's so all over now. So it I haven't had in that. Texas. The big, it's so yeah. big that the founder was, was an Army career guy, and he and his buddy uh, decided to go into restaurant business and make a hamburger, and they wanted to make it so big that somebody said, yeah, what a burger. So they called it what a burger. Hmm. And it's got like nine layers Absolutely. of stuff. It's so big you can't eat it. Does it I mean, do you have to see a loan officer? Is it like five guys again? I don't know. I, I saw a menu thing for they have more than hamburgers. Well, see, but we it's, a, two it's a burger that, joint. Half the country Famous. thinks In N Out is the best, and That's half the, the country one. thinks these guys In N Out. What a burger and In N Out are the favorite. Uh, in N Out burger, I know. Yeah, a I lot went of to L A. Yeah, I went to. The I think drive-thru. that's in L A. And it's than, good. What a burger is the Texas chain that started, but I think the thing is, is with with every hamburger, there's got to be good fries. Yeah. And nine times out of ten, they're, they're if it's an awesome burger, the, the fries yeah. suck. Five no, guys' the, fries are flies. amazing. Yeah. Anyway, just a little note to pass along. I thought Too that expensive, was expensive, though. Be a, a yeah, how much goal. is a five guys' burger going for? Well, well, a few. I mean, I haven't been there in months because it's too expensive. But the last time I went was probably about six or seven, eight months ago, and I got I got a cheeseburger, I got a chocolate shake, and I got a large fry because I can eat it for two days, and it was <laughs> it was twenty four bucks. Whew. You imagine taking a family there, a family of two or three wow. teenagers and your wife. That's well over $100 yeah. for a burger. But the thing is, a lot of That's people are saying it's just as expensive to go to the grocery store. So what a lot of people are doing is just going out. Uh, well, not I'm not sure about it. Well, that's I, I mean, in some case, I'm sure that's true at some places, like maybe McDonald's or something. But uh, you can't, you know, I But can't now there's a it. shortage on milk. Have you all yeah. seen this? I haven't seen that. No. I haven't noticed that. I saw, it, I saw it on Twitter this past weekend that there was a couple stores... Up north, that were oh, up north. There's short. I mean, and there's shortages on uh, things you just you. Uh, I mean, I every, almost you know because of the whole, I don't go to the stable every day anymore. I go like four days a week, but but I still go frequently to get carrots four or five days a week, um, and I'll look for other stuff while I'm there. And there's things that are missing that just 
you know, normal, you know, sugar packs or sizes of things that are used to be there all the time is. It's yeah, I couldn't get, get, I couldn't get spray butter. They they didn't have spray butter when I went yeah. to if Publix. If there's a rail that strike, that stuff is so bad for you. Well, it's actually not as Shot bad because there's not chemicals to keep it liquid. It's not as near as much. <laughs> butter's not oil. supposed to be liquid. But I don't use a lot of butter. For me, it's more I just put like a spray on rice. That's yeah. that's really it. Just yeah. a little texture. Well, I, I used a lot of butter this last week. By the way, I ate, I ate not the last of my dressing because I make a big bowl. But I ate it last, and it was better yesterday with the brown gravy. And just, I've decided I like McCormick's. I've gone back to McCormick's brown gravy. Oh, I can't believe it's got a little Pioneer. more. It's got a little more tang than Pioneer. Pioneer's a little bland compared to McCormick's. And I grew up with McCormick's, so I, uh, I like that. Well, but that's I, good. I ate the leftovers yesterday, and it was better than it was Thanksgiving Day. I, say, I had it. the same dinner Wednesday, Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Yeah. And I, now I got to go get food because I've had five days. It was turkey and two different kinds of, ma- of mashed potatoes. One with cheese, one thing, a, a creamy one. And and stuffing, and and I had roll. I mean, it was great. <laughs> and turkey sandwich, a little mustard, and turkey, and maybe a little mayonnaise. I'm a mayonnaise that guy. Is such turkey a and great mayonnaise. Turkey dressing and mayonnaise is the thing. I mean, I, that's you can't do better. I love it. You I can't do better it. than that. I'm gonna go. <laughs> I'm gonna go to Publix today. I got a big thing of just chopped up boar's head turkey. Yeah. And it tastes so damn good. Well, there you are. Just sit there and eat it out of the bag. Yeah, there you are. Uh, um, did you do any uh, Black Friday uh, shopping no. or? I wonder what about you? Are, you? are you a Black Friday shopper guy? Nah, I didn't. Yeah, I did. Why they, do they call it Black Friday? I guess someone said it, it's a, it's an African American thing. Why why is it called Black Friday? No, I don't think. Hold on, let me Google it and find you know, out. That's a great question. I had someone I don't think it was say that. Really? said it has something to do with African Americans, but I don't know exactly no, what. I don't it think is. so. I think it was because it's so crowded that it was what like you know the fall oh. of the stock market kind of. Uh, speaking of which, uh, one guy actually decided and put this in in writing. I don't know. Maybe he should have done this. But he says the best thing about Black Friday, let me find it here. I'll be here just a second. Yes, yeah. it's coming. It's coming. I swear it's I coming. Two investors, Jay Gold and Jim Fisk, drove up the price of gold, which led to a market crash on Friday, September 24th, 1869. According to Business Insider, the stock market dropped, foreign trade was put on hold, and farmers took a hit. The day was then dubbed as Black Friday. Yeah, but why is shopping on the day after Thanksgiving called Black Friday? That's the question. That's the question. Yeah, that was my question. I guess I ask, oh, let's ask Alexa. Everybody be quiet. Hold on, hold on. Here's what I found on Black Friday's Wikipedia page. For centuries, the adjective black has been applied to days upon which calamities occurred. Many events have been described as Black Friday, although the most significant such event in American history was the Panic of 1869, which occurred when financiers Jay Gould and James Fisk took advantage of their connections with the Grant administration in an attempt to corner the gold market. Yeah, we still don't know why they call Black Friday today for Thanksgiving. <laughs> but Mike Primavera says, my favorite part of Black Friday is when the skulls of the weaker shoppers crunch beneath my feet. <laughs> I know. Actually, did I? I, I, I went Saturday. I, had, I went to actual stores and stuff. Friday, I didn't. I avoid stores at all yeah. costs on Black Friday. Uh, but online sales set a record, a Black Friday record. Uh, well, today's Cyber Monday. Today was supposed to be yeah, the today. Well, today online. is the, today's the, the biggest online day. But yeah. they even set a record last Friday, a gain of uh, a few percent over last of the uh, former year. Tech gifts rose two hundred and twenty percent over a normal day. Uh, the top sellers were smart home items, electronic stuff, and audio equipment. Uh, toys rose two hundred and thirty percent sales. Mm. Fortnite, Roblox, Bluey, Funko Pop, 
Disney Encanto. I've never heard of any of those. I have no idea what those uh, the are. Encanto is uh, it's, it's Spanish-based. It's about a young kid who wants to get in touch with his dead relatives on the Day of the Dead. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, it actually, actually looks pretty cute. It's, wow. It's a movie. Yeah. Uh, and uh, our uh, friend uh, Mike uh, Hunt at the Babylon Bee mentioned <laughs> that uh, in a huge sale in Raleigh, North Carolina, a local retailer is making waves after announcing its most dramatic Black Friday sale ever in which every item in the store is marked down to whatever the price was before Joe Stupid became president. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're going to lose a bundle on this deal since everything was so much cheaper under Trump, said store manager Fransley McBorgendern to reporters as thousands gathered outside awaiting the store opening. But we have to get people in the doors so we can stay in business, at least until Amazon runs us out of business in a couple of months. It'll refuel uh, America's nostalgia for a time when gas was affordable, groceries didn't cost $500 a week, and the country wasn't fighting a proxy war with Russia. Merry Christmas! We hope you enjoy a little look back in time to three years ago uh, before quietly weeping into a display of 50% <laughs> off bathroom items. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Uh, anyway, yeah, Black Friday, give me a freaking break. Um... Uh, let's see. Let's see. Oh, hold on a second. We got so much more. Oh, oh uh, I got a, I got a couple of weird uh, crime things coming up here, too, by the way, which are are uh, very bizarre. Make me strange. One thing. Tell your kids uh, catfishing. Do you know what catfishing is? There's a whole there's now a channel that has catfish shows on all That's the time. Horrible. Um, uh, a, a 28 or something year old guy catfished a young teenage girl in California. And they fell in love over the internet. He was pretending to be somebody else, and so she fell hook, line, and sinker for him. Uh, they just, uh, she wanted to meet him, so he drove to her house. All of a sudden, he shows up at the door, and he's not a 15-year-old kid. You know, he's 28 years old and a grown man and a freak. He shoots her grandparents and her mother and kidnaps the girl. Drives off, gets caught, gets killed in a gunfight with the cops. But again from catfishing on the internet with a young teenage girl who's communicating and falling in love with a guy on her phone or a laptop. I know. And she's alive. He didn't kill her, but he's dead, and so are her grandparents and her mother. Did he kill himself, did you say? Or no, he shot. Cop, cops caught cops him. Cops got him? Good. Thank God. Um, anyway, just a word of the wise. Sorry to be such a downer on that thing here. Coming up, uh, we'll talk about... <laughs> Spoiling a hijacker. <laughs> also, word of the day, Pete's... Oh, uh, did, are you guys following this soccer protest business going on with the World Cup thing at all? Yeah. I'll ask you about that coming up here, too. Also, uh, something about dragons in Oklahoma. I'm not sure I want to hear about that. But first... A salute to our friends at flagco.com. Flagco.com. I love my American flag. In fact, it was so windy. I was going to go hit balls How this weekend. How windy was it? It was so windy. I couldn't have <laughs> had to take my flag in because I was. it was just really thing. Uh, but the my flag is so durable and so beautiful. It's as bright red, white, and blue as it was the day I got it a year or two ago with flagco.com. And, of course, they have the mounting stuff for it. In fact, flagco.com uh, has mounting stuff to put on brick walls, which uh, nobody else can really can figure out. But here's a couple of uh, fun things right in time for the Christmas shopping season. They have uh, a few specials. One is the Starry Night Flagpole Christmas Lights. They come with everything except the pole for the Christmas tree of lights. So you need a 25, 15 to 25-foot pole, or they can custom build one for you. They have uh, lights are in cool white, warm white, red, blue, and multicolor sets. They have a mini version, including the 10-foot pole. 
the second special uh, right now is a trailer hitch flagpole kit, and they have either single or double flags available for the flag trailer hitch kit. Uh, there's a whole a bunch of them ready to go. Uh, another special item right now is their 20-foot telescopic pole with wheelbase, which is great for tailgating. The base slides under a tire, weighs it down. When the game's over, collapses into a small package till the following week. Great Christmas gifts, to, uh, especially for you tailgaters, for hubby if he likes to go to kind of thing. Uh, they're still looking for a couple of warehouse workers. If you're looking for a job, flagcode.com. Here's the phone number, 800-962-0956. And again, it's not just American flags. It's every state flag, every basically every country flag, <coughs> banners, uh, notices. If you're having an open house at a cul-de-sac, they have all those little called b- bow and arrow banners and stuff. They give you, whatever you're looking for. Uh, signs of all kinds. Flagcode.com. Please tell them the camera sent you. 800-962-0956. On the web, flagco.com. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves. And people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacy Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Good folks. That's where I got my flag. Had a couple people here Yes. say Black Friday comes... Because the volume of sales put companies in the black for the year. That makes sense. I think I've heard, I think that's the reason. Hmm. I think that's the reason. Oh, well, in fact, um, oh, it's like well, it's like uh, you know Mardi Gras in New Orleans. You know, stores make their money in, in, for that season period. Christmas shopping for most uh, places is really the boon of of all of it. So that makes sense to me. So I is think, that why people in New Orleans are so lazy because they just work one month a they, year? One month a year. That's it. That's <laughs> the rest of the year is just making mofaladas. You know, I have a co- <laughs> I have a coconut from uh, from the the crew. Uh, what the hell's the name of the crew? Of uh, the black crew? Oh my God! I can't remember. I can't remember. Not Baca. Oh God! I can't believe it. Oh my mind's going. And and, and, and you know the crews throw dub- doubloons and trinkets, which I we well, actually we did one time with my buddy Mikey and I. They Here made a serve thing. Um, anyway, and I actually had they threw me a coconut, a painted coconut. They put designs on them and throw them to the crowd. And I have one from years ago, 1971 or something. I don't know. What do I know? I don't know anything. Uh, <laughs> Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, a couple of, um, uh, oh, get rid of that thing. Uh, a couple of weird uh, uh, crime things. 
and I won't spend a lot of time on this, but you need to know about it. Again, they're out of control at Atlantic Station. What? I remember when, yeah, I remember when uh, uh, Mayor Shirley Franklin, the mayor of hate, uh, was uh, was promoting the Atlantic Station as the greatest thing that's ever going to happen to him. Remember this? Ever going to happen oh, yeah. to Atlanta? Oh, yeah. and, 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 and one of my favorite songs and one of your most hated songs is We Built This City by Starship, whatever it was. And I remember I, I played that song and I did uh, lyrics to it <laughs> saying, Atlantic Station, Atlantic Station, you can get some stuff if you can really afford it and they don't steal your car. I did a whole thing on Atlantic Station. Well, sure enough, Atlantic Station's been a freaking disaster. It's now apparently crime-ridden by children. Uh, just this weekend, uh, now the mayors had to come out. Mayor, what's his name of Atlanta? Well, like who I is care. the mayor? I have, have no idea. No I, don't, I don't know. I'm not going to even care about it. Um, apparently, there was a, a whole bunch of minors uh, at Atlantic Station shot during a big melee Saturday evening. A 12-year-old boy was killed. Uh, five other little boys were shot, uh, all of them under the age of 18. Uh, the 12-year-old murder victim was Zylian Charles. Uh, a group of young people were escorted off Atlantic Station property by security and off-duty Atlanta police officers for unruly behavior and violating the curfew. There's a 3 o'clock in the afternoon curfew at Atlantic Station. Amazing. Yeah. That- well, have to, it's like Atlantic Square. If you don't have an adult, they kick you out if you're a kid. Good. For good reason. You can't be trusted. You're a scumbag. I used to live... Remember, I used to live right behind yeah. Atlantic Station, and I would go to the Target there yeah. and a couple other stores in Atlantic Station just because it was convenient. And I, it's, it's been three and a half years probably yeah. since I lived there. Well, uh, you won't oh, catch me like, down there. Was it empty? Was there people no, in there? No, there was people. There. It wasn't like that. I mean, there, obviously, if you're there in the evening time versus the daytime, it's a little different, but well, it wasn't crime written like well, that. Well, this was 8 o'clock Saturday night or something. Police were quick to show it. There was a, a trouble. There were, uh, people were doing stuff, so the cops showed up. Uh, the police were quick to arrive as well. 26 off-duty officers were also working security jobs. So they had the police plus 26 other cops off duty working as security guards, 10 security guards who were official security guards as part of the safety efforts. And still, these groups of young kids get together. They knew each other. They fight all the time. I assume they're gangbangers. It doesn't say gang names, but they've, uh, they, the groups knew each other and had a conflict earlier this month that came to a head when they ran into each other over the weekend. Individuals who are known to Atlanta police investigators. Well, gee, what do you think that means? <laughs> <laughs> they were on their radar. Yeah. They, uh, yeah. Huh? <laughs> um, uh, there's the mayor, what's his name, spoke with the parents of each of the victims who said they were devastated, but they had not known where their children were Saturday night or not. that Atlantic Station even had a curfew for minors. So now the mayor is saying, well, you know, we, uh, it takes a village. We, we have to have the people of Atlantic Station and all the people who live in there to, to try to control all these children and the crime. things. Jesus. Parents didn't know where the kids no, were. No, of course not. Duh. 12 years old. I mean, uh, again, if you, if you want to talk about child crime, ask, uh, okay, ask about the home situation. If there's mommy and daddy, has mommy or and or daddy ever been to their school? Do they know their teacher? Have they ever read them a story before they go to bed? Have they ever been to the library? Have they ever been to a zoo? Have they ever been to a, a history museum or a play? Have they ever done anything as a family uh, in terms of anything other than, you know, playing video games or crime stuff? Um, do they read to their kids? Do they check? Check their homework. Do they know they're uh, they ever, ever gone to a PTA? I mean, you know, ask the obvious questions, and I guarantee you the answer is no to any of them. Any of them. And then you blame white man for, uh, you know, turning your kid into a gangster. 
Well, the, congratulations, Democrats. You've basically destroyed yeah. the black nuclear family. That's right. You've destroyed it. It's over. Uh, and, I mean, it just... Uh, and you know what? And it was a, a, a liberal... Democrat Daniel Patrick Moynihan, senator from New York, who warned us yeah, about right. this in the 60s and 70s, that this whole welfare state that Johnson was setting up will destroy yeah. the black family. And it's exactly what has happened. Well, again, it was, you know, it was the great, the great, uh, what the hell is Johnson's LBJ's the great, great what? society, great society. Uh, and of course, the plan of the great society was to have a bunch of uh, public housing units. And of course, they all became gang headquarters. Uh, you know, when I was in Chicago in the 80s for a couple of years, the, the police would not go in to Cabrini Green, named Cabrini after Green. a saint, by the way, yeah. but the, <laughs> literally would not go into the housing area of Cabrini Green. It was a no go. By the way, talking about when the Atlantic Station first opened, I had a friend. She's very conservative, but she liked living downtown. And she was one of the ones that first moved into the the. <laughs> station they promised all this stuff oh god she comes yeah. out her first week and she looks and there's a junkie shooting up in the hallway because yeah. they put section was it section six section eight or something uh, section eight's crazy isn't it oh oh, section, oh i know what you mean yeah i can't well, remember. they put they put was... people off the streets in the apartment and condos right next to her yeah. and there's people shooting up in the hallways the first week yeah. she's there and she, she couldn't move out fast enough ridiculous uh just a couple of quick mentions again under the whole crime thing but um the things you should know uh, they, there's there's a study that now shows handgun owners carrying a pistol every day. The number of handgun owners carrying a pistol every day in America has doubled <laughs> <laughs> in the last th like three years. A pistol a day. We'll keep the crooks um, away. Uh, 6,000 gun owners carried handguns every day in 2019. Uh, up from uh, 3,000 in 2015, according, well, this is on, uh, that, obviously that number isn't a total number. The number of respondents on an online survey who said they carried a gun uh, doubled from 9 million to 16 million. Uh, the study focuses solely on owners carrying a handgun in their pocket or on their person, not in the car. Yeah. So we're talking way uh, more, many more people are carrying a gun in their pocket or on their person, uh, especially now that New York has overturned the strict gun carrying laws in uh, New York State. Uh, more adults are carrying loaded handguns in public places, even without a permit when a permit's required. In 1990... Only one state allowed you to carry a gun without a permit. Now it's 21 states, including I was, Georgia. I thought we were 25. I thought we had gotten even with it. Well, no, it says 21 I thought the here, NRA I put know. out a thing recently that Georgia was like the 25th or something. I, 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 Maybe. I it could know. be true. I don't know. I, either way, it's, it's, you know, it's going the, the right direction. Uh, and in Chicago, a 23-year-old woman who has a concealed carry permit was uh, 2 o'clock in the morning in Chicago, Calumet Heights neighborhood of Chicago. Early in the morning, four men spilled out of a black sedan and came toward her car. One of the men opened her car door holding a gun, so she shot him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> One of the other guys shot her in the arm, and then they took off. Uh, the guy uh, shot in the face is not dead for some reason, uh, but the other three guys got away. Uh, and of course, crime is you know sparking, uh, spiking like crazy, and this is in Chicago. And again, I when I was in Chicago for a couple of years in the '80s, and I broke the law every single day. I carried a a, a police special 38 uh, Smith and Wesson uh, undercover revolver that had no hammer, so it didn't it didn't catch on pulling out of your pocket. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, and I broke the law. I could have gone to jail every single day because I couldn't trust anybody. What's going so on? So lately, what? 
Let me, uh, let's go to the uh, cat cam. Cat cam. Cat cam. Cat cam. Cat cam. <laughs> cat cam. So sometimes, like during the week and this weekend, he started nibbling on those little holes right there at the, in the, my dresser that He's I'm pointing at right piece. now that I yeah. hold stuff. And so what he'll do is he'll pull out those little drawers and he'll <laughs> go and, ha- and he'll hang out in there. <laughs> I, he's checking out Pete's. Uh, well, now he's coming over to. There's a great photo on the internet I saw over the weekend that shows a full-grown tiger. Well, how big? Uh, Six hundred pounds. Yeah. How big the thing? Yeah. And it is curled up inside of a bo- a crate that's like three times less its size, and it's sitting there at the zoo, sitting in the crate, looking around like an ordinary house cat. They, yeah. If you if you crate train a dog, or you know, they love going in those crates. They, they, and again, I've seen uh, the, uh, breaks your heart in, in a happy way. Uh, there was a series of pictures somebody did of uh, when they got a puppy, and uh, and there was a, sh- a series of shelves in their living room, and, and you know, like shelf, a shelving unit, and the little puppy would would go lay in the bottom shelf as a little little baby puppy. And as he got older and older, he would still go to that shelf, but he could only get like a leg in there. And, and it was, it, it, there was a series of, sh- of photographs showing every year as he got bigger, or every, every size he got bigger, less and less of them would go in there, but he still went back to try to get into that shelf that he went to as a little, the little baby puppy. And it was just, you know, I, 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 I miss, uh, yeah, I love going to those, see the horses. That's some great horse. Did you see the pictures they took of the Debbie took of me with Stretchy? Mm-mm. Oh. <laughs> anyway, uh, it does my heart good. Uh, a couple quick. Can t- you? Uh, uh, who took those pictures? Uh, the girl who took. The, oh, oh my God! He's it's going a, nuts. It's a fly or something. He's Holy cow! Can you see? Where's the camera on that? Oh, look at him! He's going crazy. Yeah, I'm about to. Have Are to you get showing him? him? Oh, he's after something there. I'm about to have to take him out of here, so... Yeah, something's outside that he's after. It's a bird or oh, something. Oh, he's not knocking over all your stuff. Oh, <laughs> something's outside. Yeah, something outside. He's hunting that, whatever it is. Look at that tail go. <laughs> Can you see what he's mad at? Oh, uh, yeah. Show, show the camera. Is it a squirrel? Yeah. Squirrel! Show him on the camera. All right, here's Kitty Cat's in the window, and he's go, jumping around going nuts. No other podcast in America something. has this. I wonder if there's a cat jump. out there. No, it's a squirrel. No, there's a squirrel. Oh, it is a squirrel? What are you going to do with that squirrel if you My great Dean used to chase him up trees. <laughs> he, he would chase squirrels up trees. Oh, bear, bear would go out. I see him. He, he'd, take me, he'd be like the cartoon where it's running in place for a second before it took off. And I knew it was a possum out in the backyard. Pretty funny. Let's see. A couple quick. Speaking of kid things. Um, and again, this is another word of the wise. Cobb County Library, the regional library on Old Highway 41. Uh, let's see. Uh, two minors uh, have been arrested uh, for robbery. Uh, they uh, robbed somebody trying to sell shoes uh, to buyers they met online. Uh, let's see. Uh, Saturday night, uh, two young people had been arrested after a search warrant. They found the shoes. Ages were not disclosed, but they were juveniles. Um, and there was a second case where a guy got hit in the face with a gun and they t- stole his shoes. Again, at the uh, Cobb County Library on Old Highway 41. <laughs> and the Cobb County police are saying, you know, we have what's called an e-commerce zone at all five precincts. Right, right. Go to the parking lot That's at the police station. Yeah, exactly. That's where I would always go. Yeah, hey, I'll tell you what. I'll meet you tonight in back of the library. You know, bring your money and I'll bring you the shoes to sell. You know what the cop, <laughs> yeah, I'll do that. You know what the cops should do to those guys when they catch them? 
What? Throw the book at him. The book, my friend. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and uh, this is uh, a, 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 in DeKalb County. Close the book on that one. An 18-year-old <laughs> was killed, and three others, including a 15-year-old, were shot trying to break into somebody's home. It's <coughs> uh, a shame. Tenalius McCune. <laughs> Tenalius? <laughs> Jacquees Greer. <coughs> And a 15-year-old were shot, uh, apparently uh, trying to break into somebody's house. Uh, four guys arrived at the location, tried a home invasion, got into exchange of gunfire with a guy inside with other family members. The police said he was justified for shooting back at the bad guys breaking into his house, so no charges. Uh, God. Uh, one other quickie thing. I don't understand how this is possible. They don't mention the dealership. In uh, Orlando, just uh, near Orlando, Winter Haven, Florida, an 86-year-old man is uh, taking a test drive in an automobile with his 76-year-old passenger. 86 years old, taking a test drive. Sure enough, he turns into another car and he's uh, killed his uh, friend. She's dead. 86 years old. Yeah, go ahead and take the car out. I hope you enjoy it. They 86? Don't, they don't let you do that anymore. They ride in the car with you, don't they? I don't. I d thought so. What dealership gives you the keys and lets you drive the car? Uh, was killed I in a vehicle. I did one by myself. Like really? that, but it was a used car. I mean, was, was killed wow. when a vehicle being test driven by an 86-year-old man turned they, into the path of a car outside a Florida car. They take a copy of your license and your insurance. Yeah, I mean. They do that, too, at Porsche, and then they get in the car with you. <laughs> in fact, yeah, in yeah, you're fact you're, you ride in the passenger seat for the first go-round no, as sure they that. show you what it can do. Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and as for good reason. Uh, and one more. What do you think about this? In uh, Missouri... A, uh, a man named um, uh, Kevin Johnson is going to be put to death tomorrow for murdering a police officer in 2005. So he's had almost 20 years of freedom in prison to have all the sex he wants in three squares a day in a cot. Uh, and now his uh, daughter is 19 years old, Corey Ramey, and she wants to go watch his execution. Z Missouri has a law that says you have to be 21 to witness an execution in Missouri. Why? She filed a, uh, well, of course, that law may be so old that it was because that's when back when you were an adult before 18 became an adult. Yeah. Uh, but that's the law in the books is you have to be 21 to witness uh, an execution. I guess they didn't want children, you know, well, that's anyway. Yeah. So she said, I'm 19. I want to watch my father being put to death. And the judge has said no. He's going to be killed 6 o'clock tomorrow, and so now she has to go to another judge. To try okay, it's her... She it, wanna? It's, it, okay, I thought it was a, it was a victim. So this no, is it's the his daughter. You know, I think the judge is doing the right thing. It'll probably get tossed out. Yeah. But to try and spare her from seeing that, which yeah. she'll carry the rest of her life, I'm sorry. It's... it's yeah. I can't imagine why you would want to go watch your father be executed. She's probably, probably trying to make a point against capital punishment. Probably. I, just, I don't have much on the story, I'm afraid. I don't really know much about it, but it's just that, that seems pretty freaking. The name Tenelius brought to you by FarmhousePrintingCo.com. <laughs> you want a Kimmer t-shirt, Holy Crabbit Sports t-shirt, whatever you need, Shannon Burke, it doesn't matter, because they'll make it for you, one or 1,000, FarmhousePrintingCo.com, located right here in beautiful downtown Sonoya, Georgia, or on the outskirts, I don't know. Promotional items, no minimum order, no setup fees with laser engraving. Uh, That's permanent. 
That's permanent right uh, there, laser yep. engraving. Yep. It ain't going away. It's what, too? Like a tattoo. Like a tattoo. <laughs> uh, FarmhousePrintingCo.com. I would not know having no. uh, disgraced my heavenly body with putting well, a... I have a brand. It. I have my brand that you, you did. You would weigh no offense. Yeah. It branded me, you and sure I still did. have... They still, that show still shows, by the way. <laughs> it looks like it hurt. <laughs> it hurt like a son of a bitch. <laughs> it was sizzling. It was. We smelled it. And, and again, <laughs> it was very quickly... A football coach got in trouble because one of his players had... Uh, three or four guys took a, a uh, uh, paper clip, heated it up and put a pinprick red mark on their chest as yeah. a solidarity to show the yeah, so-and-so. Uh, somebody, a parent, found out about it and, they, and the coach either got <laughs> fired or suspended or something. He said, for a pinprick of the, the guys know. to show. So I said, well, we'll show solidarity with those guys. So Pete and Wayne, no offense, a producer at the time, uh, 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 bent uh, paper clips into the uh, to the letters USMC and one at a time holding on with a pair of pliers and a, and a lighter lit the totally letters. Totally illegal at the, oh, what oh we were God. doing. You know, in the studio on the air, we're broadcasting on the radio, lit the thing until it was red hot and then and you could hear it sizzling, yeah. the skin. You can hear the boiling of the skin. And it says USMC, although it looks like U5MR or something. Yeah. But yeah. When you get older, it's it sad. Really it's kind of the sagging a little. Leave, you know? <laughs> when I flexed, it didn't really come out the same way anymore. But anyway, so I have been branded. I actually In got fact, branded. I was, the other day, Chris DeBito, Nick Cellino, 6A, the fan, were talking about old tattoos uh, as you get older. Yeah. And Nick had a great line. He says, all tattoos when you get older look like melting lava lamps. <laughs> Yep, that's right. <laughs> For good reason. That'd be a lesson to you. Um, I forgot to read a couple of very nice thank you notes. <clears throat> and again, uh, these are people, I got these from our post office box. Uh, and make sure, uh, please, if you would write a check, make it sure to Kimmer Media, as opposed to my name, Kimmer Media. Because if you put Kimmer, uh, Kim Peterson on there, he just pockets the money. I just so take the money. So that's, <laughs> <laughs> then I got to go to the bank and get them, and then it's a whole thing. Anyway, uh, and it's a post office box, 1432-1432, Alpharetta, Georgia, 30009. Anyway, uh, some very nice notes. This is from Todd, the old man. It is a pretty card. It's uh, three uh, Native American children, happy smiles on their faces, and it says, A true friend knows the song in your heart and sings it when memory fails. I'm singing with you. Happy Thanksgiving time. Isn't that nice? nice. And it's a beautiful card. It's a sweet hand, like a hand-painted... Uh, oh, it's a scan with your smartphone or other device for a special surprise message to you from the Indian children. We'll do it. Do it right now. Well, how do you, uh, how do you, well you do it. Show me. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Make my phone blow up. Well, I don't, right. know, I don't know how to do it. All right, hold you, on. You just I'll just po point the camera at it. All right, I'm pointing. It says, open Saint. Okay, turn on my okay. phone. Okay. All right, I've got to look it up right now. What is, what? And now it shows a picture, a writing of some kind or a we'll thing? We'll see. It's, it's, it says, St. Labre, Indian School, L-A-B-R-E, Labre. Labre. Uh, yeah. Be the sunshine for the boys and girls, basically. It's a place where you can donate to them. It's got little stories about the little kids huh. and everything. It's a very nice little web page. Oh, it's beautiful. It's like a hand-painted... Um, uh, Thanksgiving card, a, a holiday card, Christmas card. I tell you, that QR code is frightening, but it's also amazing at the same time. Yeah. Uh, and also... A, I can uh, deal a, with that, but just don't put it on my forehead. Yeah, right. There you go. Uh, also, speaking of... This is a very pretty uh, uh, pen and ink drawing card of a dilapidated old shack. A barn, yeah. Um, an old barn, which is, to or, me... Or a home is, in Auburn. It uh, could be a home in Auburn. Uh, but uh, I love things like uh, old art like that. My father used to collect uh, uh, pen and ink sketches and like drawings. wood engravings? Yeah. 
yeah. little Japanese yeah. stuff. Yeah. Uh, and this is it says Kimmer, thank you, and Pete and Flounder for bringing your voices, laughter, tears, insight, even sports, haha, <laughs> into our lives. Sports. <laughs> uh, listening to you all is a welcome treat. Best wishes to you all and the kitty. From Sarah and Mike, which uh, well, again, and nice. I've already written out the thank you notes with our new farmhouseprintingco.com. We should put that up. We should put that up uh, for Christmas cards. We, what do you think, Flounder? We should like put hang them up here on the, the things or something. Yeah, we can oh, do, we that. Can do that. I'll, I'll believe them right here. We'll keep them right there. A couple there. right there. Um, Get on I, that, will you? When yeah, you? actually, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I bet I got a. a board back there oh, I could okay. put them on so I'll do yeah I'll Go take a gander at that um, uh, a couple quick sports things again you've already done holy crap of sports you I to, sure did, did you do a, any particular thing standing out on uh, uh, over the weekend sports activities I or? made fun of Auburn which is what I like to do because, because they, of they were Kiffin. so cocksure they were getting Lane Kiffin they were stealing yeah. our coach and now, why of course he hasn't signed a new contract yet so he could still do it well why did that happen to you is it because he didn't want to go or his, they, he, supposedly his, uh, he's his waiting family for didn't want to move from Oxford to Auburn really the Auburn's got a history. It's a nice place, but it's got a history of the families uh, being feeling very unwelcome if the coach starts losing. And yeah, it becomes a very, true. very hard place. And the kid, he, he uprooted his kids when they were pretty young from Boca Raton to Oxford, <laughs> Mississippi. That's a culture change. Yeah. But after three years, four years, they've gotten used to it. They're in school. He doesn't want to pull them out again like that. And he didn't yeah. want to leave Oxford for Auburn. That's supposedly with two, I heard two reports on that. One, as, as they pointed out, it's easier to win at Ole Miss than it is at Auburn. Now, you can you can win national championships at yeah. Auburn, which you yeah. probably won't at Ole Miss. Yeah. But you're the number one thing in the state. Yeah. Even if you lose Plus, he's still game. He's got to be making millions every year. Oh, I he's, mean, be, so they, not, he's, he's had a, a basically a raise, an extension, yeah. the three years he's been there for every year. Yeah. So he's going to get $9 million a year now. Yeah. So it's not like he's going from $1 no. million to fourteen or something. I mean, he's making all his money. And by turning down Auburn... <laughs> By the way, they haven't signed anyone yet, and they're t- talking to Hugh Freeze, and Auburn people are pissed off about yeah, Hugh I Freeze heard again. Hugh Freeze name, there. but uh, Kiffin to me is waiting for Alabama. He's waiting for Saban, yeah. and they love him. They love to have Kiffin there. Yeah, that makes sense. So well, Saban's what seventy-two or three or something. He's, now? he's up there, yeah, and I tell you, I mentioned it on my show today with this hair, crazy old man hair going, and he needs to get that cut. And he had a cut on his side; he was bleeding on his yeah, cheek. Yeah, what is some he, player he, actually ran into him or something like that? Yeah. I, I think he said he, you he just see the other old. guy. And, yeah. He looked old. And he might he, be getting tired. He might be getting. No, he wants to be. He wants to win. He doesn't want to not be in the playoffs. He wants to go out a winner. Well, I, I, I'm sure that's. But if true. he doesn't make the playoffs this year, which he won't, or next year, boy, there's going to be some yeah. screaming at Alabama. Yeah. Especially if Auburn gets somebody that is doing well. Yeah. Um, Are we uh, still sticking on sports? I have two questions. Okay. Two questions. Oh, USA so- sports. I was going to ask Pete about USA soccer. Oh, I was going to ask you too. And these, uh, there are whole kinds of protests going on over there uh, uh, that what? they're now covering their mouths or they're kneeling and not the, kneeling. The Germans or, covered the their mouths in a team photo, which is ridiculous. The English, by the way, caught a lot of. Sh- I was reading the London newspapers after they tied us. Yeah. Some of the funniest damn things. Are they the ones who knelt, took a knee. Yeah. The English keep kneeling, and the British are going. How the Brit- the Americans started that shit? How yeah. come we're still and doing it? Americans are not taking. Americans are looking did. at him like, what are, you, what are you doing? <laughs> Even our black players, what the hell are you doing? Oh. So they they told the English people they couldn't wear Crusader outfits anymore. <laughs> now, they were wearing night stuff, but it has the red cross on it. So, so the Muslims well, thought, you're being Crusaders. They're like, no, we dress oh, like knights and everything. Sakes. So they told them they know? couldn't wear that anymore. And Reuters put out one of the most disingenuous lies I've ever seen, basically saying that this upset the Muslims there because it reminded them of the Christians invading to capture Jerusalem. 
And I'm like, wait a minute, why were they invading? Because the Muslims invaded and took a Christian Jewish city that had been that way for a thousand years. They came in and they they captured it. And the Christians were coming in to recapture it. That's why there was a crusade. We didn't start the damn crusades. But Reuters was acting like we were the, the, the invaders. Well, it's like putty tad, Barack Hussein putty tad, you know, so he used to make the point, well, you know, Christians have murdered a lot of people in the name of uh, Christianity over there, not just Muslims, you know. Well, so then, then <laughs> our team, not the players or the coaches, our team put out some logo yesterday. They took something off or added something that made us oh, in solidarity with yeah, the women of Iran yeah, yeah. since we're playing Iran. And if we don't beat them, we got to beat them on yeah. the drum tomorrow. And the Iranians got mad and threatened to saying, you're not respecting us. And so, well, of course we don't respect you. Nobody does. You know, stop going there. You know, just they, they, want, us deserve. they want us kicked out over. Good. You know, fine. Just, just stop going. Stop going over any of those places. I mean, they don't deserve it. I mean, you know, what well, gets me is all of a sudden you, you can't you can't support women going to another country because that's their custom as they hate women, treat them like crap. I, then don't go there. We should we should boycott them. They tried to stop people from wearing rainbow stuff, too. And then they backed off on <laughs> yeah, that. Right, so. They backed out. We got a few of the uh, um, World Cup's leading scorers, though. You want to hear? All right, I, uh, please do. Yeah. Uh, same old ho of Korea scored a few goals. <laughs> Nigel Spankbottom of England is up there. Uh, Franz Nazi gold of Switzerland scored, scored a couple carl heinz watt gold of germany and antonio this gold of argentina so got that going for him <laughs> that's good to hear uh do you have a uh, a peat pole out uh, i do I, well not right now as we're oh, on oh, camera thank you. Uh, hell, oh, hey. <laughs> no one can beat a peat pole no you can't really do it always said um, yes, I do. Uh, do you want to uh, mention it all? Uh, uh, I assume Georgia is still number one. The Georgia fans, now most of them understand what Uh-oh. happened. Oh, you didn't put Georgia. You put, oh, my God, you put I put Michigan, Michigan number, one. number one. First of all. Well, they upset Ohio State, the and same, that's a big win. Same people give and me crap. they pretty good, too, by For the way. For three months, I've had Michigan ahead of Ohio State. Yeah. And everybody's going, there's no way. Well, guess what? They're yeah. better than Ohio State. Yeah. I'm not saying they'll beat Georgia in a playoff. I'm just saying right now, they had a they better deserve, game. Yeah. They deserve to be well, number one. Georgia Tech, so. To me, it wasn't even close. Yeah. Georgia Tech was leading them and played them well time. for a half. Yeah. Yeah. And Georgia fans were delusional. They were yeah. acting like, we, like, oh, we stomped them again. We crushed them. It's like, no, we, you, we're you still going to be number one. Yeah. And it's like, wait a minute. You're delusional. You yeah. almost, you didn't lose that game. You won it easily. But there's no way in hell you were beating them 56 to nothing. Right. You right. should have, but yeah. you didn't. Yeah. And Michigan went in there to Columbus and just destroyed them. Uh, again, beating the number two team when they were number three and in Ohio. Yeah. I mean, but what did AP, that's a major win. The AP poll kept Georgia number one, which, okay, that's yeah, fine. Which is fine. That's I mean, their opinion, and which what makes me think that the playoff committee tomorrow night will keep Georgia number one. They shouldn't, but they will. Well, And as long as Georgia's in the top four, what been, does it matter? Yeah, they're also undefeated, and, you know, and they can't be penalized because they played Georgia Tech, which is not exactly a powerhouse. I think they can. Well, Michigan's I, I, undefeated. Yeah, that's true. Again, I, I don't. I can't argue with it. I don't have a problem course, with it. You know, I'm they play a cupcake them. schedule in the Big Ten. I understand well, that too. Right, but so when they play somebody that was worthwhile, by the way, the Heisman Trophy, Caleb Williams of USC. Did you see any of that game? Yeah, the I saw Cal highlights. Game? Yeah. Holy yeah, cow! I know, unbelievable. He looked like Lamar Jackson running around yeah. out there. Yeah. I haven't seen any player pretty, pretty anywhere impressive. near that talent. Yeah. Not C.J. Stroud, not anybody. Yeah, that guy from Tennessee looked pretty good off and on. But uh, Breaking news, too. Deion Sanders says he has been offered the Colorado job, which he should not oh, take. Oh, he doesn't want to go to oh, Colorado. Oh, he doesn't know to go to Colorado. He's got no ties there. No, that's no, a, That's no. a graveyard for, for coaches wants, yeah, for the last no. 30 years. He's, he's, got, well, well, he's got no hurry, right? I mean, there's no Hell, way he needs to be in a hurry. Let the Hugh Freeze thing go, go you know, tits yeah, up yeah. in Auburn. 
Where else are they going to turn to yeah. after that? Matt yeah. Rule is gone. Yeah. Kiffin says he doesn't want to go there, even though he hasn't signed the contract yet. Uh, why not go after Dion at that point? Yeah, I, I agree. I, he, and he should definitely not be in a hurry. There's no, there's no reason for it. He's. I mean, he wants to go though. He, he's, he, it's ready for it. He, why can he? He's 11 and 0. He's not yeah, going to get any he, better. He, at Jackson he doesn't want to just take a, a, a bigger school. He wants to take the right he wants, decision. He wants. He wanted Florida but State. Support but him. He yeah. was kind of, I think, hoping that Mike Norvell was going to suck again in Tallahassee, and he's not. He's got that yeah. program on the rise. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, and uh, so, and, and of course, the Falcons. <laughs> Falconing. That's that's why it's called Falconing. You know, and, and was it the last play or the last two minutes? Or I mean, what was it? Know, the last at the four yard line. Because they were punting. And he kicked him the last three games, the defense made the stop they needed to stop and hand the ball to the offense and just yeah. go down and score the winning touchdown. Yeah. And they failed both times in doing it. Yeah. And what's the common denominator? Marcus Mariota. Yeah. And I pointed that out. And once again, he screwed the pooch at the end of the game like he always does when there's pressure was, on him. Was it first and goal from the four or it, something? They could have run. There was a minute left. They could have kept yeah. running the Jesus. ball. No, let's, let's let Mariota throw the ball. He sucks at it, but let's, let's make him keep doing it. When you've been running roughshod over one of the best defense in the country for, for in the NFL for running, and, and you stop running again, and you start throwing the ball, and he throws it. So the Mariana sycophants, from, yeah. oh, they're all from Oregon. I'm tired of the Mariana hate. He's a great quarterback, and, you know, that, that ball was tipped. Well, maybe it's the quarterback's job not to throw a ball that can be tipped. Yeah. And how about this? Two plays earlier, I think, he, he, he almost fumbled the exchange again yeah. like yeah. he does all the time. Yeah. When the pressure's on, that guy folds. How many teams from the Titans to the Falcons have we got to see him be just mediocre for the people to get that he's yeah. never going to be a great quarterback? Well, you know, especially from, you know, with, with the number down, just, you know, go student body left, Student body right, student body left, student body right. I mean, come on, you can't get three yards. And there's another Could everybody thing. going in one direction. If he had scored on that, he would have given the commanders a minute. Yeah. All they, they needed was a field goal. Yeah, I know. What are you doing? Run the ball, run the clock yeah, down, and then the score. Right. In fact, another player, I think it's Corderell Patterson, a player two earlier, was running down the sidelines and he ran out of bounds. What are yeah. you doing? You want to run clock here? Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. I don't know. I don't know what the, uh, I tell you, what, it's falconing. Falconing. <laughs> oh, they falconed again. And the Buccaneers <laughs> lost. The Buccaneers lost, and they're still in the hunt. How amazing that they're yeah, still not. I and, know. Three and seven out there, four and seven or now. And something. here's the end times right now. ESPN, yeah. Dan Orlovsky said that they're, they're, they're interesting team. The Falcons are an interesting team. And Mike Greenberg says, yeah, who wants to watch the Buccaneers? The Falcons are at least fun to watch. <laughs> and I almost fell. I, I almost fell. I, I spit my cereal out, and I almost fell off the couch. Wait a minute. ESPN is saying <laughs> Nice things about the Falcons. <laughs> oh my God! And they're trashing in the same breath. They're trashing Tom Brady, and they're yeah. praising the Falcons. Yeah, it's, it's right. for losing. I know. <laughs> They've blown three games. They, should, they blew that New Orleans game, and they've yeah. blown two games since. They should be. What, what are they now? Five and seven? What are they? Five and six? Five and seven? Five and seven. Five and seven. Yeah. They should be eight and four. Well, yeah. And running away with the division. Yeah. Running away with yeah. it. Yeah, or seven, at least seven and five. And they're not right. because Marcus Mariota. Yeah. yeah. Well, anyway, what do you got over there for lunch there, Flounder? Yeah, it smells good. Leftover chicken, rice, and broccoli. Um, mm. 
God, Chinese smells good today. I did. That's just leftovers. Yeah. After five days of dressing, man. I literally had three days of turkey leftovers, and I was like, all right, I need some Chinese. Yeah, so I've got to decide my new. I got to get my food for the next couple of days, that so I got to decide good, what to go man. back to. I may. I, I'll probably. I'll probably do the chicken and uh, rice, and uh, sometimes I'll get some of those big hearty soups and put a half a chicken in there and have like a stew. Yeah, thing I got to hit the store later today because what I'm doing now is I've set myself to where I can. I can do an order. I Uber. I order Uber Eats only once or twice a week at most. Oh, only once, once or twice. <laughs> that's, that's good for me, just with my schedule. So yeah. there you go. Yeah, because the stores are always closed. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, let's see. Coming up, uh, a couple of uh, Dear Abby's, which I thought were bizarre. And the people, I don't understand people how they don't understand certain things. But first of all, what's this about dragons in Oklahoma? I'm glad you asked. I'm glad you asked. A gentleman has put. An ad in one of the Oklahoma City newspapers. Obviously, they're having problems with this. this yeah. is, it's in the want ads, basically. All right. It's right below uh, an underground utility company needing laborers and stuff like that. Licensed plumber needed. All right. Help wanted. All right, sir. I don't know how much it costs to put an ad in the Oklahoma City newspaper, but I'm thinking about a couple about hundred bucks. One. Yeah. I am quite sure most of you have seen the rather large green dragon that has been flying over northeast Oklahoma City for the better part of a week. <laughs> I'm looking for someone to lure said dragon away from the Oklahoma City area to a more rural area, force said dragon to land in rural area, slay said dragon in whatever way you see fit. No pay. Dragon slaying is its own reward. Please note that I am not talking about the red dragon that frequents the area from time to time. He and I have an agreement. <laughs> Okie dokie. <laughs> they took his money. He'll <laughs> take your money, sir. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe that's what we should do. We Let's should put, put an ad, ad in the AJC. Yeah. Listeners lead it. Yeah. <laughs> Listeners for podcast need it. <laughs> Donors. <laughs> Donors. <laughs> oh, mercy. Uh, the new uh, word of the year from Merriam-Webster Dictionary. Yes, sir. Uh, for the word of the year for 2022, a word that means downright deceitful, manipulating, misleading. The official definition for Merriam-Webster, the psychological manipulation of a person, usually over an extended period of time, that causes the victim to question the validity of their own thoughts, perception of reality, or memories, and typically leads to confusion, loss of confidence, and self-esteem, uncertainty of one's emotional or mental stability, and a dependency on the perpetrator. The word is gaslighting. Hmm. Now, searches for the definition of gaslighting on the, the movie. on the website rose 1,700% in one year. Yeah. Looking up the word gaslighting. Uh, in a world of deep fakes, the dark web, and fake news, the editor-at-large said he was surprised there is not a single event that drove significant spikes in the curiosity. It's a word that's risen so quickly in the language, especially in the last four years, came as a surprise to me. Uh, gaslighting was brought to life more than 80 years ago with, quote, Gaslight, a 1938 play by Patrick Hamilton. The term gaslighting was later used by mental health practitioners to clinically describe a form of prolonged coercive control in abusive relationships. It was the Ingrid Bergman movie. Yeah. Where the guy was doing yeah. it to her, making her seem she was crazy. Yeah. Uh, Merriam-Webster's uh, word last year was vaccine, word of the year, and the word of the year before was pandemic. 
the gaslighting, and it came from the, that old movie. I think he, he was turning it down and telling her it was still the same. And she'd look and go, oh, it's down again. Yeah. Goes, no, it's Convincing the same. Convincing someone that they're wrong and manipulating them by your own psychological means. And, uh, boy, that's what the Democrats have been doing. I mean, literally. And, and not as slowly, but it's... It, well, they got it from Mar- Marx and Lenin. They said the yeah. same things. You always accuse the others or what other side of what right. you, you're doing because it confuses the yeah. issue. Yeah. And now, uh, I heard something about uh, a praise for the podcast, or were you just faking that? Oh, uh, that was that was the that was, part where the guy was watch, uh, listening to the Edmund Fitzgerald over oh, and over and over so, again. So, yeah, I, I had a few praises myself. <laughs> um, a couple of things. I, I, you know, I get a kick out of reading Dear Abby. Jean Phillips, actually, so and I, I think she's the now? daughter or whatever. What's that? I'm going to kick you. I'm sorry? Oh, you're kicking? Yeah, once you start reading, I'm going to kick you. Oh, you're... I get a kick. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm in pain. I'm in agony. <laughs> I, you know, I, I hate, honestly, I hate every minute of every day. I just, I'm, there's uh, things are bad. I can't hear and I can't, I'm just But you're not complaining. Agony. I'm not complaining, though. I'm sorry. I'm smiling. I'm happy. I'm laughing. We're here to working together. Um, uh, check this out. Dear Abby, <clears throat> I'm in a relationship I can't get out of. I was told by my boyfriend that what he's doing is normal. Oh. It's what people who love each other do, and he loves me more than anyone who's ever loved me. I have told him repeatedly I don't love him. Oh. Well, that, that's clue number one. Why, oh. why are you asking advice? No. Uh, he drives by my house and follows me to work. Oh. He's watched to make sure I'm going where I say, like to the gym or the store. Oh. He tells me that every man wants to have sex with me, yeah. and I dress too sexy. I mostly wear leggings and tank tops. Yeah. Well, yeah. he's a, a tramp. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, the lady I, I, is a tramp. She says, I'm sorry. Um, all of the watching and following is without my permission or knowledge. He usually tells me later, saying he only does it out of love. Uh, it's been going on for a few years. What do I put up with? I've tried breaking up, but it started a few months together. After a few months together, he guilted me into staying, saying he'd be all alone or he'd kill himself. Uh, then I found out he filmed us having sex a few times, and he's threatening that if I don't stay, people will see it. Please tell me what to do. I have no self-esteem left, and yes, I feel like the slut that I made out to be. I'm not sure what you can do to help me. I have no one to talk to. Holy moly. There are people who go through life like this. I know. Uh, dear Abby says, uh, this person doesn't love you. Your boyfriend's an abuser, a stalker, and an extortionist. Psychopath. Uh, pick up the phone and call the toll-free number for National Domestic Violence Hotline. Um, and during the conversation, ask whether his threat to make the sex tape public should be reported to the police. Yeah. I think yes. That's blackmail. <laughs> Duh. Jesus. Uh, he's he's a, also a psychopath. Buy a gun and lock your doors. I mean, because he, he's going to try and kill him. Uh, yeah, him. this doesn't get any better. No. And you know, when you do break up with him, he's going to go nuts. So you need to make sure everybody knows this. And you have people around you. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I mean, but but clearly, how could you not? I mean, I wonder whether these are fakes. I mean, what you know? No, I mean, there's how could people the, like that. God. Um, here's what I got a kick out of this one. Uh, Dear Abby, I took a job and relocated to another state. My wife chose to stay behind so our kids could finish school in the hometown they grew up in. For the last 20 months, we have gone back and forth from the state I work in to our hometown. I suspect she's unhappy with the idea of relocating, even though it's a place worth investing in and offers a quality of life to our family that doesn't exist in many other places. So he's living in a great... So it's not Atlanta. No, it's a great place to live in (laughs) other than Georgia. Um, And much of the time is spent appeasing her, especially when there's conflict between our teenage kids at home. We have been actively looking at schools in my new city, but there's never any resolution to our relocation issue. Any advice? 
Yeah. Uh, first of all, my advice is she has a boyfriend. <laughs> what? what you, uh, uh, sir, <laughs> she's cheating on you. But you know what? You know how it is. When you're in it, you can't see it. I can't it. see it. Uh, Abby says, I wish you would mention whether your wife works outside the home. Does she have a career she doesn't want to leave? If the answer is no, continue looking for schools in the new community. <laughs> then contact a real estate agent, help you find a place for your family to live. Once you've narrowed it down to a few invite your wife to look at them and choose what she thinks would be most suitable at that point if she doesn't want to make the move she should say so which will free you to decide whether to sacrifice what you envision for your family's future continue having a long-term distance marriage or return to your town to be dot that but she's got a boyfriend yeah that ain't that ain't gonna end well yeah that's that's uh, if, if there's a better life for the kids in the other place and she won't go yeah, yeah. Something's I going. mean, come on. And, and the kids are teens, so she's probably 40-ish, which is not like 70. I mean, you know, if yeah. you're 70 or 80 and don't want to move your, leave your home you've been in for 50 years, that's one thing. But if you're in your 40s and the guy's got a great job and a great house and a great location and you don't want to go... Uh, uh, okay. Anyway. To, to make this about me for a second. Yes, please do. Before kindergarten, we lived in the Ozarks. Kindergarten, we lived in Savannah. First grade, we lived in Washington, D.C. Second grade, we lived in Huntsville, Alabama. Third grade, we lived wow. in Decatur, Georgia. Why? Because my dad was transferring and moving up in the Corps of Engineers, and yeah. he wanted a better life. And that's what we did. Yeah. That's well, what, that's he what did. everybody did. I mean, that's not, after World War II, that's what led to the uh, subdivisions and, you know, thing, uh, automobiles and stuff like that. So um, uh, when, when, uh, when my dad became the general manager of GE and built the Polaris and Poseidon missiles, that was in a different town that we lived in where he was head of the... GE heavy military electronics equipment, and he got uh, promoted. He was Jack Welch's mentor, basically. My dad. He when there was a, in 1960, there was a scandal between GE and Westinghouse, I think, uh, for price fixing. So they fired all those executives, and that's what my that's when my father became the youngest general manager GE's ever had, because he was the guy with a white hat. So we had to move. But my my older brother was a uh, was going to be a senior in high school. Was no, I, I, maybe he's was, was going to be, I guess he's going to be, I think he was going to be a sophomore in high school, and he had some really close friends, and he didn't want to leave town, so uh, so we moved to the new city, which was uh, several hours, so not uh, just a four or five hour driveway, but anyway, and he stayed with friends of ours, with one of his best friends, in their home with their family for the year, for mm -hmm. that school year, and the rest of us moved, because we were younger, and it wouldn't have made, it was no big, I, I think I was going into seventh grade, which would have been a change from elementary to junior high, so to me, it wouldn't have made, I was going to change schools anyway, yeah. uh, but but for him, he, they, they stayed with his family for that year, for that school year, worked out great. And he was happy, and they were happy, and, and everything worked out. But again, oh, this is what people used to do. But again, she's got a boyfriend. You're, you know, please, you're killing me. Um, let's see, let's see. Got some birthdays? Should we do a couple of birthdays sure. here? Uh, uh, how are we doing? Are we doing okay? We got, we got doing a few okay. more minutes. Yeah. Uh, Barry Gordy, the Motown guy, is 93 years old today. He's Was he the founder of Motown, basically, or one oh, of the yeah. originators? Yeah. Uh, Randy Newman, short people, got no reason to live. <laughs> Ragtime. And what was the one? L.A., the L.A. LA uh, what the hell was the song I about love LA? LA? I love L.A. That was a oh, great he's song, got a actually. Lot of, and he's mutant a very, movie stuff. Yeah. Very talented guy. Randy Newman is 79 today. Ragtime, one of the better soundtracks of all time. Uh, Paul Schaefer is 73. Former, uh, was it Letterman? Or, yeah, Letterman. Uh, Letterman guy. Uh, Ed Harris, the actor. Great actor. Great actor, 72 years old. John Stewart. 
the uh, comedian who's now become a political activist, basically 60 today. Uh, former uh, Brat Packer type guy Judd Nelson, the actor, 63. Chase Elliott, race car driver, 27. Wow. I forgot how young those guys are. Uh, you remember S.E. Patha Merkerson from Law & Order, Lieutenant Van Buren, and also in no. Chicago Med. She's 70. <laughs> Gary Hart. Oh, you think I'm cheating on my wife? I dare you to follow me. Go ahead. <laughs> so they did and got him aboard Monkey Business, the name of the boat, with his girlfriend, Donna Rice, who became a nun or something later. Uh, anyway, of course, that, 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 that really, she did. She became she like a not, religious no, she's something. Mar- she's married. She's religious. She's married. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Gary Hart is 86, and that cost him the presidency. And, and again, Gary Hart and uh, uh, and uh, the guy from... Uh, uh, Dukakis. Uh, 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 Peter Dukakis, or uh, uh, Michael. Uh, Michael Dukakis, and uh, uh, Lurch, the guy, uh, uh, um, Kerry, uh, John Kerry, and the senator from Utah. Mo? No, 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 no. Udall? Yeah, no, no, the famous one that everybody hates. The Republican we all hate because he's an asshole. Romney. Romney, Romney, Romney. They all look the same. Yeah, they do. They all look the same. Gary Hart looked like Jack Kennedy, and he wanted to be Jack he, he Kennedy. He looked like Robert Redford being they, Jack they, Kennedy. They, yeah. Like yeah. the movies, exactly. Yeah. And that, that, that same look, just like the California Governor Newsom, has got that same look, same hair, same... It's exactly the same. Anyway, that cost Gary Hart... Uh, and he probably... He was a very... Very, very popular uh, oh, he primary been candidate. Dukakis. Yeah. I think oh, he would have killed Dukakis. Uh, but they followed it. They followed him to Bimini, or what was that? Was it? I forgot where it was. But they caught him on the boat with his girlfriend, um, Mary Elizabeth Swangle. Do you know that name? Nope. You know who she is? Nope. She she's thirty nine years old. Mary Elizabeth Swango played Nikki in the third season of Fargo, the bridge player parolee chick with a black-haired chick who was such a tough chick, uh, and she uh, was involved with the murder of the uh, third season of Fargo with the twin brothers. What's her name? Uh, Mary Elizabeth Swango. No, that's not her name. Yes, her no, name on the show her, was Nikki. Yeah, but her, her name's not Swango. I'm telling First you. First of all, she just married, she married uh, the guy from Star Wars, the Scottish guy. She married him, but that wasn't her name. Her, her name was Mary Elizabeth something, and she was in uh, Scott Pilgrim versus the World I and a bunch of other I stuff. It up. She was that tough. Her name's know. not Swango. Now that's I think Swango was her name in Fargo, and they've got it confused. Oh, that could be. Let me, let me look her up here for a second because she's. Yeah. I, I, I thought she was hot. Oh, she I was, thought she, she was a dangerous. Been. She she was a, she she oh. was trouble, and and that is very sexy to a lot of guys. If I mean, she, she looks dangerous. I thought she. Oh, her name was Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Is a real oh. name. Swango is probably the Fargo name. Isn't that funny? They put yeah. Swango. She's from I, Texas, and I thought she'd be a perfect Nora if they ever did the Thin Man series again. She would have been a perfect Nora. She's a tough chick. She is sexy is and, and and mean looking. What's the Scottish actor's names in Star Wars? He's uh, Obi Obi Wan or something. Not Ian McKellen. He's gay. I don't uh, the the Ewan McGregor. Ewan <laughs> McGregor. Ewan McGregor. McGregor. Yeah. Oh, the, he's he's the little Obi-Wan. short guy. She's yeah. probably six inches well, they taller. They had an affair, is. and he left his wife and kids for her. Well, he was one in Fargo, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. Yeah. Yeah. So they had an affair because of doing the Fargo thing, and he left. Oh, my God. And it was a big stink, too. I didn't know that. Anyway, she's 39. And then they broke up after he broke up his family for, and then they got back together. Oh, my. It's really weird. Oh, no, you don't want to go back together with those things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't get back together with her. Plus, you know, she had another man who would want her now. Um, <laughs> well, you know, you're, you're dirty now. You're filthy. I can't touch you now. Uh, uh, in the... Uh, <laughs> 
Not even with a 10-foot pole nope, you can nope, get from Flagco. No, nope, you had your chance. <laughs> um, the series Dexter. Yeah. Uh, do you remember the uh, the year that Batista's, I think it was his little sister, Jamie, was uh, Dexter's nanny for the his son? Oh, yeah. Little yeah. Spanish chick. Yeah. Oh, so hot. So God. hot. And she got involved with that psychopath who went to the murderers. Uh, the, uh, he was on porn. She caught him looking at porn. Uh, Dexter set him up. Anyway, she was a Dexter's uh, son's oh. nanny. Uh, cute little, uh, like a Spanish chick. Amy Garcia. She's 44 today. Mm. Uh, yeah, she is very, very hot. Uh, a couple of historical things. Do you want to uh, have any uh, sponsorships you want to mention here before I do the history thing? I then thought, we did we, you did Wise RV, right? I have not, not do, done Wise well, RV. Well, let's do Wise RV. Well, I was going to do Wise RV, and I'll do it right after the history. Wise RV Glass. Again, this is a, what a great idea for what a company. What a great transition. <laughs> uh, Wise RV Glass is a company that will take care of you if you have an RV, motor coach, camper, stuff like that, with any kind of a glass issue. Uh, you may have maybe a cracked windshield or one of those little spiderweb nicks or something like that, even a fogged up double pane window. Uh, no job is too big or too small, and that's important to remember. Even if you have uh, some of the campers have the uh, very hard to find one piece flat front windshield, uh, they can take care of that for you too. Uh, even the rear view mirrors, side mirrors, and you're thinking to yourself, "Oh, I'm not going to call somebody to come fix a side." You know, no, that's what they do. That's what they do. They, they and it's all mobile. They come to where you are, use your own uh, customer window frame, save you time and money. All mobile service. No job is too small or too big. All of North Georgia, all of Metro Atlanta. Wise, W-I-S-E, Wise RV Glass. Uh, their dad, Carl, retired a little bit ago, and uh, Russell's taken over the company, doing a great job. These folks will be there for you. They, re- they not only uh, sponsor the Kimmer Show podcast, but also the podcast Facebook page. Wise RV Glass. Here's the phone number, area 470-345-6521. And on the web, wiservglass.com. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacey's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. All right. You want to know the difference between generations? I do. Went over there, and he's got a nice little globe. It's got the Grinch in it. 
is a snow globe. Christmas uh, snow globe. Uh, the Grinch who stole yeah. Christmas, Grinch? Okay. And, I, and I said, I got one at home. It's an old-fashioned, little heavy glass. It's got yeah. Charlie Brown and Snoopy Weighs in about it. about eight pounds. And, and you it, shake it up, and yeah, the snow, snow goes snow everywhere. Flies, yeah. He reaches over and touches the button, and it just starts going, Bleh. Oh, that's not yeah, right. Show everybody. Yeah, now how lazy is this generation? They can't even shake a snow globe. Oh, my God. It's fat, light as a feather. It's made of Plus plastic. It doesn't. It doesn't. It, it it squirrels them up from the bottom. That's not yeah. how snow falls. Yeah, you're supposed to take it from the top. And oh my God! I mean, Flounder, we're not blaming you. This is not no, your fault. Or, you understand? We're, we're not just giving hate to Flounder. We're, Lollygaggers. <laughs> we love you in every way, but, the, but that, that's a bunch of bullshit. You don't have a. <laughs> well, it is. That's a anti bunch of Christmas that's bullshit. That's anti Christmas right there. Right there. <laughs> oh, that's an indictment of all is holy. I mean, the old-fashioned snow globe. Yeah, you go you like this. Yeah. And it snows all over the place. Yeah. And it slowly trickles. You get a workout doing it. Yeah. Real you men. You get a button that goes up from the bottom like some leaf You can blower. use it as a weapon, too. It's no, bang. heavy. It may about eight pounds. Good Lord. <coughs> God. Anyway. Sheesh. All right. A couple of historical notes here. Right. We have a, just a minute. Yeah. 1942. Literally. A disaster that changed safety laws in America. Coconut Grove. A former speakeasy in Boston was a nightclub famous for its artificial palm trees and decorations. And when a canopy caught fire, it spread to flammable drapes, blocked doorways, and poor design that trapped and killed almost 500 people. As a result of the Coconut Grove fire, laws changed to ban flammable decorations and required all swinging exit doors to open outwards. And all exit signs have to be visible at all times. Which is Think about how the doors yeah. would not open out right. when you're trying to flee. They had to pull it and nobody could get out. Right. And, of course, that, those laws helped save all those people at the Whitesnake concert. Yeah, the Whitesnake, where they used yeah, all the artificial... <laughs> just next door there. Of course, they did get caught uh, not uh, following a procedure. Of course, lighting, so. lighting uh, fire displays inside yeah. a 10-foot yeah. foot room. Uh, and again, wasn't it that one, one guy loaded the explosives and somebody else said, I better load the explosives, and they put them in twice by mistake? <laughs> no, I think that's what happened. No, really? I think, I think the guy did it, and then he said, well, oh, I forgot to load the explosives. Somebody else came by, and, and it was it said everything. Let, let me get this straight. Now, the Rock and Roll Show... <laughs> Somebody was paying attention and yeah. did their job so well. So they did, well. Did it twice. <laughs> to make sure. And it by killed God. people. Yeah, they're all died. Um, by the way, by the yes. way, uh, great listener of the show, Preston Holcomb, great percussionist, Preston, drummer. We get uh, Preston writes in response all, all the, the time. time. Preston, God bless you, sir. Thank you so much. Uh, he was with Blackberry Smoke. They played the Fox Friday night. Everybody says oh, cool. I couldn't go because crazy stuff going on. But it, everyone said it was a triumph. It was fantastic. It was a full Excellent. house. And he, Preston says, I grew up going to shows there and to be on that stage looking oh, yeah. out at the he said it was surreal it was emotional it was amazing and the, and that theater anyway is i would love to be on that stage like, i saw yeah. so many shows i saw what well, was the actor who did uh mark twain for so many years oh uh, the guy from uh, the uh, boat story up uh, in, in korea what was his name? Uh, married to the girl from uh, Dixie. Yeah, Dixie uh, w w from... Uh, oh, God, I hate this. He was All right, I need a reference. Uh, the Look command, up Mar Mark... The boat commander from uh, Tuxedo 401. What the hell was it? Mar uh, the P uh, Pueblo, the Pueblo. No, you got to find it there. Look up Mark Twain... Uh, show. Oh God, Mark right Twain show. I know who it is. I can re I can mention all of his dialogue. <laughs> my dad taking me to see George <laughs> Carlin at the Fox but, and saying, "Don't oh, tell your mother God. about this." Uh, who was his name? 
Yeah, because I remember I used to grow up, we'd always see the Nutcracker oh, during the Christmas times because it was always now played there. Now they moved it to the Civic Center. Yeah. Last time I saw it. Is but I would always see, because Widespread Panic played there for New You're Year's growing up. up. You're not going to tell us who it is. <laughs> I, I need a reference. He's giving it up. I literally I, I Googled I, Mark Twain show and nothing came up. Okay, hold on a second. I'll tell you oh, who it is. God. It starts with an He's H. He's married to Dixie on the TV show. It, it starts with an H, and as soon as we say Hal it. Hal Holbrook. Hal Holbrook. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very good. Very good. I got it with one letter. You got it. <laughs> I one can name letter. That name in one letter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mark. Mark says he has a snow globe with Darth Vader in it. I, I don't think Mark's grasping the concept. No, he doesn't understand the whole theory. <laughs> <laughs> it used to be like Santa in the North Pole, and you know the reindeer. Yeah. So, anyway, and, and a wolf scene where they were mauling some Eskimo yeah, or something. Yeah, just you know <laughs> eating the flesh off of you know whatever. Um, this was a day in 1994. Jeffrey Dahmer screams his way to hell uh, while cleaning uh, a toilet. He was beaten to death by a fellow inmate, Christopher Scarver. They were housed at the Columbia Correctional Facility in Wisconsin, which was the first to abolish the death penalty in, in 1853, <laughs> which is why Dahmer was not given the death penalty. They didn't, didn't tell Gentleman Scarver. They forgot to tell Mr. Scarver. <laughs> uh, Mr. Scarver was himself serving a 25-year sentence for armed robbery turned murder. Mm. Uh, they were, uh, the staff was worried about Dahmer getting there because they knew people wanted to get to him. Uh, they believe that killing uh, the uh, state's most notorious murderers, authorities believe killing him might earn a convict an honored place in the prison world. Later, they said it was okay for him to be with the other 620 inmates. Uh, somebody tried to kill him in July 1992 uh, with a plastic knife and tried to slash his throat, but it didn't work. Uh, Dahmer was known to upset his fellow inmates. He would taunt other inmates with prison food he fashioned to look. I don't know whether this is in the series. Not Jeffrey yet. Dahmer would taunt other inmates with prison food, which he would fashion to look like severed limbs. <laughs> drizzling on packets of ketchup to look like blood. Oh. He'd put them where pa uh, places where people would be. Uh, he crossed the line with prisoners and prison staff. Uh, uh, Scarver tried to steer clear of him, but always kept the news clipping detailing the cannibal's crimes. Scarver once suspected Jeffrey Dahmer had prodded him in the back, and he snapped. He grabbed a metal bar from the weight room, confronted Jeffrey Dahmer about his crimes. I asked him if he did those things because I was fiercely disgusted. He said, yes, he was. He started looking for the door pretty quick. I blocked him. Two swings of the bar to Dahmer's head were all it took. Crushed his skull. <laughs> Dahmer was pronounced dead an hour after getting to the hospital. He ended up dead. I put his head down, Scarver said of the slaying. Now, while they were cleaning toilets. He must have been a big dude because Dahmer worked out. Dahmer yeah. was in shape. So, well, none of, none of, you know, he was kicked out of the Army? Dahmer was? Dahmer was kicked out. I his didn't dad know that. put him in the Army because he flunked out of Ohio State. So, his wow. dad says, You're going to the Army now. And they kicked him out of the Army because he was, according to he the series, he was drugging his fellow Army people and Jesus. doing stuff with them. Scumbag, man. Yeah. There's always one scumbag. Uh, 1995, President Bill Crooked Stick Rapemeister, uh, Bill Clinton, sorry, uh, ends the federal 55-mile-an-hour speed limit. It began in 1974 to save energy during the oil embargo. I remember those days well. I remember uh, uh, Governor Jimmy Carter giving a news conference that the state had to go to a 55-mile-an-hour speed limit on that day. Uh, 2001, the beginning of the end for Enron. 
Enron shares went from over $90 to less than a dollar. A bailout plan failed a week later. Enron filed for bankruptcy. Later, we found out that key executives knew it was going to happen and dumped their shares while telling investors to buy, buy, buy. And, of course, then the cops came. Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because the... Did you see what the Wall Street Journal did to try and uh, cover up this uh, Sam Bankman freeze? The headline? The, he the meme of the head? Yeah. Read the, the uh, Somebody sent the meme of the original headline of the Wall Street Journal said this. Well, well we did this. Uh, we did that last week. The fact that they, they were basically saying, you know, he couldn't give his philanthropic right. stuff he away. He lost his uh, yeah, he And lost someone his changed ability. the headline to say, uh, no, he calls he people money. Stole their money. Yeah. Stole their money, basically. Here's what the Wall Street Journal says. Uh, FTX failed because Sam Bankman-Fried supporters lost confidence in him. That may be how Donald Trump, they had to tie him, because he's been tied to the Democrats. Yeah, right. So they have to tie him to Trump now. Big Democrat. Then number two to George Soros, Democrat tie. Yeah. That may be how Donald Trump finally crashes and burns two rights, Alicia Finley. They literally had to tie him in some nebulous way. So guess what? Guess who uh, fact-checked him? Elon Musk. FTX is bankrupt because of a complete failure of corporate controls and such a complete absence of trustworthy financial information amid allegations of theft. Outside the editor's opinion, no apparent connection between SBF and former President Donald Trump exists. <laughs> Unbelievable. There, Again, that's, that's the Wall Street Journal doing yeah, that shit. That's right. Well, we know where they stand. I mean, we, we and know. they're Murdoch owned. <coughs> yeah. Uh, in 1922, Captain Cyril Turner of the Royal Air Force gave a demonstration over Times Square in New York City of the first public sky riding. His airplane spelled out, Hello, USA, call Vanderbilt 7200. By the way, how do they do sky riding? I mean, to be able to, I mean, I mean, I know they have a button on the plane, but still, I mean, it's amazing to be able to keep your wits about you of, and there's got to be a, 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 like a map graph thing in the plane to let you know when you should be going left, right or up or, but it's still, it's amazing. No GPS, no GPS, all no, in his head. Yeah. That's amazing. I, I don't know how, I don't know how they do it. I don't either. And of course, it's got to be a great day for it. No wind and stuff, but still, how they, how they, I mean, and this, what a, what a sentence. Hello, USA, call Vanderbilt 7200. And here we are a hundred years later, and I guarantee you, if you're out somewhere and there, you, a plane's doing that, everybody stops and watches. Oh, I guarantee it. When's the last time you saw sky riding? I think the Wicked think Witch of the, the West did it on a broom and said, you know, uh, surrender Dorothy, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time was probably within the last 20 years down on the beach in either Cabo or Florida yeah, or someplace probably. for a spring break or whatever it was. Hmm. But I, but that's, and that's, now, I, actually, that's mostly pulling banners behind small planes on the beach, uh -huh. over the beach. But I, you know, I, I don't, I'm, I don't know when the last time is I saw Have you ever riding. seen that flounder, sky riding? You no, I'm not. No, it's kind of I've away. seen it, but I don't remember when. It was so long ago. A long time. It had, I'll bet you it's 50 years. It's impressive. Um, it's hard to believe. Uh, in 2006, 39-year-old Pamela Anderson confirmed she had split from Kid Rock. Their marriage lasted four months. There was no mention on her website whether she might have missed anything from Tommy Lee, but I, again, I don't. Uh, 2010. Airplane and naked gun superstar Leslie Nielsen died from pneumonia at age 84 on this day in 2010. His family said that Le Leslie Nielsen loved fart jokes so much that they included the words, let her rip on his tombstone. <laughs> oh 
<laughs> and was it Leslie Nielsen when, when they gave him the script he went to his kids and, his, and he said why am I not and so the kids no you gotta do it you gotta do it Airplane. you gotta do it <laughs> resurrected his career absolutely uh, 1974 I got my teeth killing me god just a few Sorry. few left uh, last one Home 1974 stress. Elton John convinced John Lennon to perform on stage for the first time in years 1974 Lennon said okay I'll do it if our duet song, Whatever Gets You Through the Night, hits number one. It did hit number one, so John Lennon did the concert with Elton John at Madison Square Garden on this day in 1974. It would turn out to be his last concert appearance. That's sad. Yeah, very sad. Anyway. All right, I wonder, uh, Stephen, Stefan says, I wonder if people paying $300 for our colon cleanse <laughs> even know about Taco Bell's $4.99 deal. <laughs> 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 Do the Taco Bell thing and a couple of shots of tequila. You're Dang. all set, I, I promise you. i tell you what, those Pete Davidson ads for that breakfast thing they got going, that looks oh, tasty. I, I saw You can I go saw get one, one of those. those. Like, they have something like that at Moe's, though. Moe's. Moe's or... Uh, I don't like being yelled oh, at Moe's when I come grill. in to get my food. <laughs> right, well, go to, seriously. Go to, I don't want people yelling at me. Go to yeah. Willie's. Willie's has those. Willie sucks. No, There's a Willie's up by Trader Joe's. I went in there. Everything was cold. It was two guys behind the counter. Uh, what do you want? Uh, I want a burrito. Uh, and I had a, it was literally cold when I got it. Oh so they God. can kiss my butt, too. Is it the wow. one at Trader Joe's right there? Right yeah, Crossroad World. Yeah, I, I haven't been to that one. But the one I go to is great. It, it's always good. Is it? Yeah. Well, there was, I'll give you that. There's one further down toward Atlanta on Roswell Road that actually was very tasty. They're very friendly. It may not have been a Willie's or whatever. It may be no, because the one no, the one at Trader Joe's is a Willie's. But there's it, one down by a, a Ace Hardware further down that's, uh, okay. that's a lot better. Very nice. Gosh, but no, again, I, I think Mexican, similar to Moe's, those places are locally owned, or they have lo yeah. like ownership or whatever. So mm. a lot of the times, it's not the bad text theater time. Bad text theater. theater time. Bad text theater time. All right, sir. All right, let's see where we are here. All right, uh, yeah, that, that, there's that one there. Where are we? Is it the one under the Karen? Oh, God, that doesn't... Uh, what, what date does it say on it? <laughs> November 13th. November 13th. We're really up there? <coughs> wow. I mean, I, I could be wrong. Well, no... Actually, wait. No, no, we're not there yet. You're right. All right. Yeah, it's before or after Jerry Lee Lewis died. <laughs> Shit, hold on. Uh, oh, okay. We, all right. Yeah, you're right. It's right after Karen. Uh, da, 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 da. Okay, there's one about the sister. And then we got this one. You want to do the one? Or let's... Oh, okay. Yeah, let's do the one with the kids talking. Uh, like a man talking to his child. It's right after the one we just did about, <coughs> about the uh, you're going to have a sister in nine months. <laughs> Remember that? It's a, bit, it's a oh, long yeah. one. That's, that's what she Okay, said. so... It's my kid. Okay, got gotcha, you. Gotcha. All right. Are you going to be my kid or me? I guess I'll be me. All right. <clears throat> I'm the kid. Uh, I feel like you're always making up rules and stuff. Like what? Like if I don't clean my room, a portal will open and take me to another dimension. Well, that's what happened to your older brother. What older brother? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't scare your kids once in a while, there's really no fun in having them at all. It's well, there's that, that's a great meme where the, the mother's sitting on the, the, the bed and the little girl's got the covers all the way up. And yeah. She goes, Mommy, can I come sleep with you tonight? There's a monster in my closet. And she goes, No, honey. It might follow you in there to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, honey. Sorry. <laughs> All right, boys. Uh, final thoughts? And, oh, we got to figure out about our podcast thing. I don't care. For, I, I, well, I'm, well, we'll leave it up to you Wednesday. because you're. I mean, I, we, you, you're the one with the issues, so we'll. Be... <laughs> How many times have I heard that in my life? <laughs> <laughs> you're the one with the issues. Well, it's, uh, <laughs> well, we want to be flexible for your. <laughs> uh, you, 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 whatever you, uh, right. we can do to be make things happier for everybody. We'll do. We'll, we'll do that. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll yeah, let yeah. you decide. Okay. In other words, uh, <laughs> or whatever. Hoorah, uh, Semper Fi, I definitely got to go. You're killing me. And uh, we'll see you again uh, next time. Here's a herp and herp. Look out. Here we go. team in baseball also has the most saves and people who save the most money are winners so start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only ten dollars each these bonds earn a fixed seven percent apy and there's no fees penalties or minimum balance required and they can be redeemed whenever you like you can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds go to worthybonds.com backslash save that's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win Hey everybody, Buck Blue here, and as a recent customer of Jim Ellis Automotive and a longtime friend of the Vice President, Stacey Ellis, man, I know Jim Ellis Automotive Group takes pride in being a family-owned and operated business. I saw it firsthand. When Stacy's granddad, Jim Ellis, founded the company back in 71, his goal was to treat every customer like family by offering a car buying experience that was both easy and fully transparent. And it worked. 50 years later, Stacy's dad, Jimmy Ellis, grew the organization to become Georgia's largest family-owned and operated automotive group. And today, third-generation family members like Stacy, along with more than 1,700 dedicated team members, are working hard to uphold the values Jim Ellis Automotive was founded on. And that's why Jim Ellis has been around for over 50 years. Enjoy the advantages of buying your next vehicle from a family-owned and operated dealership. Visit JimEllis.com or stop by any of their 20 dealerships located throughout Metro Atlanta. Jim Ellis Automotive, where you can always expect the best. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan Wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. 